0: Katie how does the day find you
1: the day finds me well um I'm really grateful that you asked me this weeks and weeks ago so that I was able to take the time off work and also work from home for half the day yay
0: so that is good vibes (laughs) all around for that thank you Tara how does the um, day find you buddy uh it finds me well uh, i told you earlier man
2: i've had three shots of espresso today and i'm ready to roll uh, and good thing are. because we do have a very special
0: guest we do that's right and and i will say for a bit of uh, historicity for listeners just jumping into the elden ring podcast i'm albert the host producer uh the miyazaki podcast network by the way i grabbed everything everywhere so we'll have a dark souls episode in september for 10 years of dark souls um, we have a very special guest, which I can't reveal quite yet for the Bloodborne podcast, but
3: Ooh.
0: I know exactly. And you guys know, you both know, you saw the email, but I can't tell anyone yet. So, um, but but Tara, am I or am I not tarnished to the fucking core? Come on. Come on. That's my jam. Because I'm going to fucking finish that game. I'm going to fucking complete the loop. I'm going to step through into the rest of the FromSoftian Softian. Fucking over, and you just none of you will be able to touch me. You can't, can't parry this. Fuck off. <laughs> a lot of talk. We'll have to see what happens. I am, I am talking a lot because I haven't got my walk on yet. So you talk first, and then anyway. <laughs> oh, is that um, how it
2: works? Oh, okay.
0: Oh, shut up. It's fine. I'm just riffing. It's all good. But anyway, yeah. So um, I was actually listening to listening back just to pick up on if there was anything on the last episode. One thing I want to say is to. You know Albert in the past is like, make sure to add that George R. R. Martin clip, because in the one of the versions I didn't add it. So I just like a goober, I was like, here's George R. R. Martin, and I just silence. So, but he's rad. And we do have for whatever fucking reference, I might open on a random page this guy here, the what is it, World of Ice and Fire or whatever. Because people tend to forget, which is a credit to Miyazaki, that yeah, no big deal, like George R. R. Martin laid the foundations and uh yeah, so we're gonna. We gonna We have that whole other realm. Like we already have that, from Softian. You know, we've we've trained our minds to inquire without knowledge, and yet George R. R. Martin, he does fucking family trees. So, there you go. But that's me on a tangent. Uh, Casey, would you like to just give us your Miyazakian slash from Softian slash Solzbornian profile of when you first encountered the games, and and leading and leading up to Elden Ring?
1: Well, um, my God. I found Demon Souls completely by accident with my best friend. Um, we were at one of those big electronic uh warehouse type of stores. I don't know if you guys have something called Fry's, mm-hmm. something similar. so you, know, you can funny. buy you can buy like TVs and all any kind of electronic, and they have this big gaming section. And there's um, you know, I was just browsing the shelves and both of us caught um. This caught our attention this box that you know the name sounded interesting Demon souls and it was really um intriguing that the armor we recognize is really legit italian style like mm. it's really got some historical roots so mm. then we looked at the back oh it's japanese oh there's multiplayer okay let's try it that was way back in 2009 mm. and jumped in and became a fan ever since and played all the games when they were launched
0: wow okay that's that's real deal i mean i have to i have to step back jesus that's real deal wow okay well that's wonderful and i think you uh, as i as i mentioned hence that's why i don't know if we've already in the pre-show i'm sending this one to katie we'll get back to it later because it came to me through a lovely reddit to benefactor and you know how um, again there's a we were speaking again in the in the pre-show just about there's a um, there's a sense out there of especially I don't know COVID did two things it, it broadened people to like com- to communicate and then also it closed people off so it but the thing I noticed is um, uh, uh, I do love seeing like people just like give random awards and stuff and and just the amount of of like like human power hours that you put into your channel that I, i'm certain you do with like scheduling and all that i was like this is this is who this mask uh, was intended for like for show sure. so that is on its way to you uh and as i af- because i am italian and i have to balance the gift giving terror something's on its way to you it's gonna be a rad i have a lot of medieval books and when you said italian by the way uh katie um the fluted armor like yeah like like that's i'm bilingual italian and we had all the history and all that kind of you know he loves like Miyazaki clearly loves uh museums first of all and like all different cultures of of uh, armor and stuff and we Mm -hmm. already see a lot of that in the armor sets um for Elden Ring like Mm -hmm. Tara do they like FromSoft they just go on these big um you know excursions they just pack their little FromSoft bags and they just spend the whole day at these museums don't they right I mean, yeah, it seems that way. We were talking about that a couple
2: episodes ago. Like, obviously, whether it's Miyazaki or it's somebody from Soft, they're studying European architecture. You know, Sekiro was clearly a passion project for, I think, basically everybody at the the studio from Miyazaki to Yuka Kitamura with her music. So, yeah, I mean, we can only begin to imagine, you know, the work they're doing on the back end to bring Mm. these games to us and, and that authenticity and, right, like, Katie, what you... What you noticed on the box art right away? Um, I mean, that stuff's pretty special. And, and yeah. Katie Albert, I'm gonna hijack. Go, your, please.
0: I've been waiting for you to do that for, for five episodes. Hijack
2: away, Katie. As Albert already said, thanks so much for coming on the podcast. The podcast. We are sincerely excited to have you. Yeah. And, um, we're absolutely going to do our scheduled Elden Ring trailer breakdown. Yeah. We're going to gather the shards and comb through our next 15 second increment yeah. of footage. Um, But I'd first like to share not only how I found your channel, but why I believe you're an important content creator. And as I do that, hopefully uh, I can set the table, so to speak, for the kind of discussion we have today and also speak directly to our listeners and bring them into this discussion and, and make them comfortable. So Katie, I started speed running Sekiro like six, seven months ago. And obviously, there's a pretty tried and true blueprint for speedrunning the game, for no hitting bosses and so on. But as I was attempting to expand my understanding of this game and its mechanics and exploits and such, I found your YouTube channel. And what resonated with me most, what impressed me most, was that you don't just talk about games, you really play them. And I know that sounds simplistic, but for as many great gaming content creators, big and small as there are today, there are also plenty of people who don't appear to actually play the games they're talking about. Like ironically, I sense that some people become so caught up in the content creation cycle that they neglect to experience games firsthand. And Albert and I had, I think, an important little segment in our last episode of this podcast in which he sort of confessed to me that he does struggle to beat From Software's Soulsborne games that as much as he loves them and as much time as he's put into thinking about these games and understanding them, he honestly just struggles with certain bosses and certain levels and I don't want to put words into my friend's mouth here but i think he felt a bit bashful
0: yeah i did. that
2: to me yeah because yeah, man,
0: it was it was a thing of time it's like i i know yeah. i was i was facing that ganitra i was like i know that this is another eight hours of my life like that and, and i will get it in eight hours but it is those eight hours and i just said wow I, I think i'm just gonna just watch it and the thing is from soft titles from combat to lore and everything they're just evergreen You know that's why I'll just chuck Mm -hmm. on a KD, a KC stream, and I'll just be like, "Oh, I love this, and I can't wait when I do have time to play it." But go for it, man.
2: Yeah, and but I mean, I I think you know that conversation we had because I'm somebody who speed runs the games, and and, you know I'm trying to break down the AI and the RNG variations with bosses and experimenting with character builds and weapon optimization. But that does not mean that I'm more of a fan or a better fan than you are, Albert. And Mm I, in so many words, like reassured you of that right away. And like, you know, like, yeah, I can no-hit Genichiro and the Guardian Ape and Ishii and the Sword Saint, but only because I've been wrecked by those bosses more times than you can even imagine. So, and that's one of my favorite aspects of your YouTube content, Katie, is that yeah, you're flexing on us a bit. You're going charmless, you're going HUDless, you're showing us that you can no-hit Demon of Hatred, you're showing us that you can flawless Al the father, but you're also showing us all the times you got rocked by these bosses and shrieked and dropped the controller. That level of transparency is precisely what I love about your content and why you have my respect as a voice and personality out there in this Soulsborne community. And I'd love to pass the baton to you here and, and ask you Katie, if you'd like to riff on any of those trains of thoughts, any of those ideas, like how you approach content creation and how you approach these games, specifically Sekiro, which I know is your favorite.
1: Wow. Um, Well, the thing is, um, what you touched upon, like I thought about this while you were saying this uh, about, you know, players who, you know, just talk about games and not play them. I think a lot of people, like runners especially, they, they lose their sense of immersion and you know, imagination and forgetting it feels like it. It feels like they're just pressing buttons and I don't feel like I'm watching someone really enjoying their adventure in a game. And for me, whatever game I'm playing, even though like Sekiro, I've probably put in over a thousand hours now, um, I still feel like I'm wolf. And I'm facing these larger than life, you know, opponents. And um, the story, I feel very tied to it. Like I feel every time I play it, I still feel it. Like I'm on this mission. I gotta help Kuro. <laughs> Except right now, we we did the Shura, the Shura ending. But and what I'm saying is um, the way I, you asked me how the way I approach content creating. It's just it's just being yourself, yeah. being myself. <laughs> you just gotta you just gotta show people the the real you and not be embarrassed to show that you enjoy a game, that you can that a game can make you feel 10 years old and you're not afraid mm. to act it. You know, that's that's the honesty that I think players enjoy. And not just like you know, like you said, the many times that I get pwned, you know, like today was kind of a bad day (laughs) because I was kind of struggling. Um, It just happens. Some days the reflexes are just not there. I'm sure you understand being a runner.
2: Katie, you're coming off uh, fresh off a sure gauntlet run too, right? (laughs) Did I see that right today? Well,
1: yeah, like I was, I've never beaten the, the all the gauntlets in charmless i've beaten them before in you know regular difficulty like new game plus six i think at the time it will sorry at the time it was but that's nothing compared to charmless demon so yeah today i was trying to tackle the second gauntlet the shura gauntlet and it's it's fucking hard <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Well, and, and katie
0: don't how, how don't oh no, go but, ahead albert no no all i was gonna say um because uh, I, I know it's hard, but it's like, I just want to say you have, you fucking got it, like, you're going to nail it. So yeah, go for it, team.
1: <laughs> there's there's Katie, no other I'm... option. You can't fail. Yeah. Like, you can't give up.
0: You, you are right. playing these games,
2: at like Sekiro specifically. I, I mean, at a high level, you're really picking apart the combat mechanics and the no-hitting, charmless, you know, Demon Bell, New Game Plus. So how, how have you um, not lost that sense of immersion? you know, w- with the games, like w- what is it for you mentally as-, as you continue to play and explore these games that you haven't become this sort of uh, Albert, what's the term you like, jaded buffin?
0: Oh, I'm jaded buffins <laughs> out there, man. I'm telling you for sure.
1: <laughs> what's a jaded buffin?
0: Oh, so basically, I just, I liberally use the phrase boffin because I like it instead of like dude or person or whatever. And jaded is, um is yeah, obviously like as we go- Disillusioned. Or- Disillusioned, yeah. You lose that yeah. sense of wonder and immersion, which I, I, I want to just, as a, I'll create a little pocket while you, and keep, make sure you don't lose your your, your flow, Tara, but I just want to kind of alley-oop and assist with- I, I really have no time for people who are contrived and who are just doing things for clicks and just doing things for the gimmick of it. And it is hollow, it's, un, it's not real, and it is fucking criminal. It's criminal that you, Casey and, and Tara, have, have these, algorithmically to blame fucking low viewership and shit with subscribers i know you got your communities that are building but when my shit happened with like the 39k or whatever i just said i don't give a fuck i'm just going to signal boost people who deserve it way more than me so i just want as many people listening of the 39,000 whatever like just fucking go now and then jump on each of their patreons back to ut <laughs>
2: Well, yeah, Katie, what, What? and thank you, Albert, but- Thank you. K- Katie, what, what is that? Because you could obviously just be like, well, Sekiro is like, you know, just sick and I love it and it's so much fun to play. And like, I would understand what you mean, but like, you know, like on a deeper level, you continuing to return to this game, like what's that about?
3: Yeah.
1: I think that's something that a lot of FromSoft fans can relate to, and it's not just Sekiro. I think really hardcore fans, there's always that one game. Um, that they keep coming back to because all of FromSoft games have a very high replay value.
0: Yeah, they do. They do.
1: There's every time you play it, you will discover something new, uh, not just within the game. Game mechanics, lore. um, Mm -hmm. Even to this day, there's um, boss tactics in Dark Souls 1 that can (laughs) still be newly discovered. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing with... um, I think with Sekiro, it really uh, attracted my, um, the competitor in me, <laughs> like, I don't like to lose. Um, if I want to do something, I will do it eventually, it's going to happen, I get pretty obsessive. I think that's, that's what appeals to that's the thing that appeals to me um, shout out to the
0: having like found some healthy outlet for the obsessiveness i used to be ocd (laughs) so i can i can totally relate so now out there to the from from software players who either struggled with ocd or whatever and have found that healthy outlet of like fuck you and like you actually keep trying and that channel your inner kc like that's really good I'm, i'm i'm glad to hear that katie yeah. Thank you. Well, and, and Katie, I'm gonna take one more opportunity to just blow a little more
2: smoke at you. I have to call attention to your demon of hatred and al-Dad boss guides on YouTube. Uh, no matter how skilled someone is at securo those are undeniably tricky boss battles. They can be very annoying bosses if you don't understand how to most efficiently engage with them. And your guides, I'm not just saying this because you're on the podcast, they're arguably the best on YouTube. And I appreciate how curious your mind is, how articulate articulate you are and how measured you are with your language and voiceovers. And like Albert said, on one hand, it's criminal those videos have a few thousand views each which you know hey that's where my youtube channel is if i have a video that nets you know a couple thousand views i'm super happy about that that's a relative success for my platform at this point in time but on the other hand i think that view count is also a testament to the esoteric nature yeah of soulsborne games and especially when playing them at that high level albert and i discussed this topic on the previous podcast you know, that even though from software has become a household name in the industry, their games are not necessarily mainstream. There's a no, distinction there. Not. Like they don't sell like mainstream games. They're not accessible like mainstream games. Um now that needle, you know, maybe will move a little bit I have something Elden to you.
0: what is yeah. what is mainstream about them? what is known about them is that they're not mainstream like they've entered the mainstream in that right. they are not mainstream which is that uh it's insert is the dark souls of etc so they have one foot in but they're true like old school miyazaki like sega mega drive fucking you're gonna lose everything if you lose now and then you have to try again ethos like that's the anchor that's where they that's where their home is but yeah i just wanted to assist you there yeah right? that's well said albert what's your read on this katie
1: um, you mean, uh, mm-hmm. what's your question? I guess just <laughs> that... the
2: distinction, you know, with the mainstream, the accessibility, like oh, the, the mainstream. household name and, and, and just that kind of esoteric nature of, of FromSoft and Soulsborne games, even though, you know, the, the names have become increasingly popular over the years.
1: Yes. And I, I'm really happy, you know what, it's great to have George Martin's name attached to Elden Ring. That's a great way to pull in. A lot of people who have probably either never, for some reason, never heard of FromSoft, mm. or have always uh, been afraid to play, mm. or, or for whatever reason, um, it's uh, it's. I thought it was a really smart move for them to um, push his name so heavily. But yeah, the the thing with FromSoft is, I personally hope they remain the same never be mainstream mainstream like i would die if they become like a cod or
0: they shall not they shall never do <laughs> no
1: that. no they they Everything are happens. popular because they are still somewhat niche and they always should be like there, the thing is like there's so many uh developers who try to find the formula you know how do you make a game as successful as dark souls and that's why there are so many you know dark souls-esque love letters or just you know they they want to the they fallen wanna, they, orders of the to, world.
3: yeah right
1: they try yes they, well yeah they try yeah, they, exactly that's one but they they really want to nail like the formula but you're not gonna get it it's not a mathematical formula yeah. it's something that's very integral um I think bottom line is um, the developers at FromSoft—they are gamers themselves. Yeah. They play their games. Don't you feel sometimes you play a fucking game and it's like, <laughs> do you even? Did you even play this? Has anybody quality this tested is, this? It, not just that. It's like, do you? Are you fucking serious? Did, did yeah. you really think this is fun?
3: Yes. I mean, isn't
1: that the Fuck bottom yeah. line of playing a video game? Is that we're having fun?
3: mm Hmm. Amazing. Like when
1: you're doing like oh oh my god those God of War puzzles those the new God of War <laughs> uh, a couple years ago, I'm like, you know, ringing that fucking bell. Um, did did you honestly think this was fun? Oh <laughs> I
0: man,
3: think
1: so you know, Corey
0: is like, oh, wow, trigger warning for the God of War fans. It's so to good. <laughs> we, god we have Soulsborn. Uh-oh. Katie, we have the uh, God of War podcast we host as well, but it's all good. <laughs> I'm just going to reassure them all and say, "Look, Katie is coming from love, and in fact, Corey no, I would... loved
1: the game. I love it. Yeah, the game.
0: exactly. Corey would love that because he went, he went to Fromsoft. He posed in front of the statue and whatever. But which both of you guys are going to go to software HQ. I will be the one taking the fucking photo. This is called manifesting, folks. It's going to happen. You guys are going to meet me. I after. do
1: believe it. It will happen. It's going it to
0: fucking be, happen yeah. and at some event. I'm going to see you guys next to the dude, riffing with him, and you know. Um, um. So yeah. So Corey would love that, and and he would. It's so interesting because Stig, who is Corey's friend, who directed God of War three, Stig Asmussen, he went off to EA, and then he took what God of War didn't do, and then said, I I can do a bit better in my yeah. Like it's not a from software title, but Fallen Order is a, is a, a is a love letter to it, you know. And so and I actually think I think the combat. And and yeah, that's from softy kind of mm, that flavor. I think Stig achieved it a bit better. But now you're actually calling him to like, okay, let's let's take it up on a, a new level with uh, just balancing in terms of pu- puzzles and stuff. Um, shout out to Polygon who you just reminded me of, like you know the puzzles and stuff. They did a very humorous video. Which guess what? I'm gonna cut to right now.
4: This is the first gameplay trailer for Elden Ring, and boy, does it have a lot of little guys in it. Who are they? We might not have a ton of information from the devs, but with context clues and our knowledge of previous From Software titles, we can make some pretty educated guesses. This is Sister Mommy Daughter Wife. She'll help you turn your blood echoes, or souls, or gourd seeds, or wisp essences into newfound power. She's surrounded by an air of inescapable melancholy, but she's also one of the few sources of warmth and comfort in this brutal world. This is Pilgrim Gary. He's a gentle traveler drawn to these lands seeking to play some small spiritual role in the world-altering events that are unfolding. He looks like the pilgrims from Dark Souls 3 or the fish wizards from Bloodborne. You can probably kill him if you're a jerk. These are the mournful Bonewalkers. These look like the same guys who hang out on the high wall of Lothric. I'm glad to see they're still getting work. This is a Bill... Ding... A building? This is Flat Stanley. At some point you'll descend into a cave and find him just sitting down there. If you use the prayer emote in front of him for 3 minutes, he'll give you a small jar of honey. The game will provide no further explanation. This is the Wandering Pot, and we love him. He's the newest member of the Mimic family. There's probably something really gross in there, and most of you would probably willingly drink it. This is Tomb Centipede Raphael. TCR is one of the many dead lesser lords brought back to life by the shattering of the Elden Ring. He will low-profile your Claymore hitbox, and you will probably hate him. This is the Tarnished Gatekeeper. He looks really, really, really scary, but my bet is that he's just the guy you need to fight before you get into the real game. He's got big Gundyr, Cleric Beast, Chained Ogre vibes. His job is to make sure that you understand the mechanics before moving out into the big scary world, like a big, fucked up driving instructor. These are just some guys. This is Berserk from Berserk. This is the Fashion Squad. These could be NPCs, but their cool outfits and ghostly auras make me think they're summoned players. Elden Ring has multiplayer, and we don't have much info on it yet, but using an inscrutable cube to summon a bunch of Alexander McQueen runway rejects is really some classic FromSoft shit. This is the Pale Dragoon, and he is legitimately the coolest fucking thing I have ever seen. This is Furry Artorias, and he is legitimately the coolest fucking thing I have ever seen. This is Girl Boss. Following FromSoft tradition, she'll be one of the coolest fights in the game. She'll have multiple phases and a lot of surprising techniques. Following internet tradition, she'll also generate the worst fan art. This is the Blackened Spirit Knight, the normal enemy with a fucking command grab. This is the Wyvern of the Sunken Lands. This is Cuphead. YORM! These are the Burger Kings. They're priests of a quasi-Catholic order, and you'll almost certainly infiltrate their cathedral basement rumpus room and kill their god. This is the Spirit Stag. Every FromSoft game has to have at least one boss fight that makes you feel super guilty, but you gotta kill it if you want the Pebble of Radiance or whatever it's guarding. That's this dude. This is Cult Maiden Stendar, and if you don't bring her six cracked coins before you kill the spirit stag, she will disappear, and you won't be able to buy any licorice root. This is Lady Pious, which is an ironic name because she hates God. This is her friend, Loyal Blade Wilhelm. This is Manuscript Terry. Such wisdom in these tomes, such power. This is Handor, a totally unique and weird non-boss enemy who probably took like 500 hours to model, animate, and program, but only shows up once, and for the rest of the game you're like, is Handor ever coming back? Did they seriously make Handor for that one throwaway fight? Yes, they did. They love doing that shit. This is the Lost Giant. He'll be the semi-boss of a mandatory stealth segment. This is public transit. FromSoft just loves to get your nude ass from one area to the next by having a big freak reach out and grab you. This is Kid Icarus. Finally, this is Magic Horse. The addition of Magic Horse might be FromSoft's cruelest ruse yet. They've spent half a dozen fucking games conditioning us to think that horses are gross, horses suck, and horses deserve to die. But then they're like, Hey Raj, we're giving you a partner, and yeah, it's a horse a total loose cannon. We know that it can phase in and out of existence at will, and has an insane vertical leap. So now we're trapped between our innate desire to love and protect this beast and our awareness of its ability to destroy us. Magic Horse is the most compelling new character of 2021. So there you go. That's all the guys in Elden Ring so far. We've reached out to ask if they'll be adding more weird little guys, but chances are we won't know more until the game definitely, really definitely hits shelves in January of 2022. Please, I need this.
0: Yes. And so I don't know if you saw it, uh, Katie, but basically it's super like humorously speculative about uh, mechanics and stuff. And I love my little tangents and asides. Basically, he, he named all the characters. He's like, OK, this is who that's Flat Stanley. That's Pilgrim <laughs> Gary. Uh, and then they pointed to um, Flat Stanley and he said, uh, you will you will do a single emote in front of this flattened deity for." 20 minutes and he will give you a jar of honey and that will not be explained <laughs> you know so from soft i they're fucking weird and they don't give a fuck if you think that like they're just i love the uh, yeah integrity i think that's i kind i think tara i think i might be onto something katie she's just pieced out i understand completely um but no it is this thing of integrity that i think that's why people like you kc people like you tara myself is that integrity more important literally than anything and it's so funny like people pursue the money pursue all those other things which should never be the goal they're just byproducts and they're symptoms of having done that main thing properly which is that integrity of of putting the game together and i on the last episode Casey I talked about the Miyazaki cycle how he goes into Willy Wonka mode and he just doesn't talk to fucking anyone and then puts the thing out but when but then it's that scarcity the the, um, fasting and then into the feast where now he's just endlessly you know he's doing these interviews but Get ready, Tara. What? Are, what? Are, what's our Miyazaki clock window? Like, how soon until he vanishes Willy Wonka style again? We got like a month left, and we just don't hear from him anymore. I mean, I I think he already has, man. I think he, <laughs> he has two actually. interviews.
3: He's
2: got some intern on Twitter, and he's like, "I'll see you around. I'll see oh, you yeah. maybe in January,
0: maybe not. Maybe that's right. Um, but, but I don't want to be a I foreign- mean, on on
2: that note, Albert, do you yeah. want to? guide us into Elden Ring a I little think bit today
0: into the trailer in our
2: 15 seconds. I just had oh, to go on a little bit yeah. of a gratitude monologue with Katie here and uh Paper okay. a little bit ah, of Sekiro.
0: And I want to actually add even more bandwidth to that because there's a lot of people that, you know, I actually say this to my fiance, it's like, no, 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 you sit there and you take this compliment now. We live in an era where there's like all this monikers like the simping or the shaming or there's there's actually an anti-gratitude attitude. That is, uh, I didn't mean to rhyme there, but I did. Fuck yeah. (laughs) Anti-gratitude attitude out there where it's like you're showing vulnerability by being grateful and you're uh, compromising your own position by showing, like saying, hey, Katie, uh, I I found this mask. I'm going to give it to you. Hey, Tara, some uh, future Elden Ring, I don't know, something, it's coming to you. Like people, I I talked about this in the pre-show, please be more unfettered with your gratitude for one another because It's it made it honestly made my day. For example, like T, you jumped on my Patreon. It fucking made my day. I'm designing you a symbol because I any every anyone even the the $1 on my Patreon, I designed them like a custom tattoo symbol type thing that just sort of captures their essence. So, like, you know, the Carol runes from Bloodborne, like I just oh, sort of sit- wow. yeah, I sit with your vibe as a person and then I just develop it and then I give it to you as like a super high quality, even like a, a dollar. And even if you fuck off, you just do $1 and then never come back. I'll still put this thing together because I, I genuinely love it, you know? Um, And so, yeah, gratitude there and then please to the people like, mowing your lawn taking your kids to school you know i i've actually the reason I, I had to enunciate that is katie for the past couple episodes when i do that spiel i say taking your kids to work for some reason <laughs> and it's like no one is taking their kids to work albert anyway
2: maybe the kids but, got suspended from school i mean there's probably an explanation
0: that's true actually you know maybe kids should work a bit more hard you know i just think school is a waste of time just like pick up yeah. a mop you know what i mean
2: child labor laws like what you know what i mean Come
0: on. And so, yeah, it is so, so crucial that we just collectively as human beings just learn to just show and feel and lead from that sense of gratitude. Because I think I said something like where you give thanks, you'll get them, you know? And that's not an expectation thing. It's just an energy thing. And I like to Trojan horse these things where it's like, you thought you were listening to an Elden Ring podcast and you are, but it's also like, just be kinder to yourself and to other people and just keep the energy, especially after the COVID times. And you, you genuinely cultivate a, a giant appreciation for like the people like katie you absolutely have helped so and so insert whatever of your subscribers like get through a day you know just hearing you rage and pull out your hair (laughs) at some boss or whatever took them completely out of like oh i had a crappy day at work today or da-da-da and, and tea with your spiels, you know, your amazing videos, like that, that's, it, it needs to come back uh, energetically. We need, to, we need to balance that out. And so I, I'm calling on all the listeners to kind of be agents of that uh, positivity. So skills. Folks, okay. we have another 15 seconds of this beautiful three-minute trailer to dive into, Gathering the Shards. Um, I'm just going to do a quick check. Does everyone have it pulled up in front of them? So you are streaming all the time, Katie, right?
1: Uh, no, I stream two days a week.
0: No, two well, as in like, but your content is primarily streaming. You don't do too many like edited videos and stuff.
1: Well, it's only. Uh, I should back up a little bit. Mm. The um, what brings in new subscribers and um, new viewers? It's actually not the streams. It's my produced videos. Oh, like really? Okay. The combat guide, for instance, that's the. I don't. I don't have ads on my channel. Um, I don't. I just Good. don't want to annoy people with them. Um, but I call my combat guide the money maker because um, it brings me about ten subs a day, which is oh, great.
0: Excellent. Yeah, the channel
1: is actually growing at a pretty yes. like um, slow exponential rate. Mm-hmm. Like, here's. I'll just back up a little bit. I know this cool. is not your question.
0: No, it's fine. Like, last it.
1: year last year in january i had 80 subs mm. and on january the first i got my goal i got my 1k yeah,
3: you fucking now
1: did. it's not even you know end of june yet and we're almost hitting 2k so yes. you can see that it's, mm-hmm. it's a very big multiplying growth. the growth yes yes and it's um like you talked about the uh, algorithm and stuff like that um Actually, YouTube's been very good to me. That's good. Um, you, and I love working with them. They've been very kind. Yeah. I'm not just saying this because you're putting this on YouTube, mm. but anytime I had any problems, they gave me help. A real person comes yeah. back to me with, you know, giving me answers to my questions, giving me analytics that I specifically ask for.
0: Oh, it's great. Beautiful. Yeah but oh that's
1: so anyway. hot lady i i don't think
2: there's any need to say moneymaker pejoratively i mean think back in the day you would drop twenty dollars on a physical prima guide for a game or something you know you, you've legitimately helped people progress through you know some of these really difficult games so i don't think there's there's certainly no shame there i mean that's something to feel good and and proud about and uh yeah i mean that's why your community appreciates you thank Bills. you it's true. But yeah,
1: like you said, um, I, I'll back up a little bit. I'm streaming a lot because I'm, I'm really uh, short on time. <laughs> um, I'm working on produced videos all the time. I'm chipping away at them slowly, like the Ishin guide. Mm. Now, people don't understand this, but even when I have all the content, which probably requires me making about 150 recordings, uh, fights, With because the the whole point is to record every single move and being hit by every single move in a legitimate way, like not just stand there and get hit by it. Mm -hmm. Like that's how I prepare my whole move sets for the guides. Now, even when I have all the recordings done, a guide typically takes three to four weeks to build. And that's with five to six hours of sitting here at Premiere every day.
3: Wow. it's hard
1: it's really hard okay um that's okay and like with um there's other content that i do that's much less time consuming like asmr i did not know that it was such a big thing people search oh. for dark souls asmr all the time so um i'm coming out with uh, another asmr video um,
0: oh that's great i didn't know you did the asmr that's rad tara make a note you are doing asmr and so am i ready okay Noted. Okay, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm just gonna do a little teaser trailer right now. <clears throat> the tarnished shall rise. <laughs> what the fuck kind of ASMR is that? Is that Monty Python ASMR? Well, the tarnished shall rise.
1: If, if you want an ASMR, you have to whisper. Oh sorry. You have to whisper. Um when I get my
0: what what is this? The guy from from Mission Impossible, Ethan. <laughs> <laughs> Ethan Hunt.
3: <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> that's
0: a pretty weird Ethan Hunt, if that is Ethan no, Hunt. That's, that's fucking Andy Cortez, who always... Oh, yeah. He, he, no, he combines this guy with Jason fucking Steintham and that and, 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 Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: It just becomes
0: the one fucking person. At first, I thought
2: you were doing Tom Cruise, Albert, and I was
0: really confused. Oh, no, that's cool. Yeah. No,
1: you weren't confused, you were concerned. Uh, thank you. <laughs> I know that I have...
0: I know they have true friends here, well well, thank you. You're Uh, scaring us. You, I love you both. This is great. And hey, you know we're gonna. This is yeah. It's it's. I've actually told Tara, um, Casey, gathering the shards. This twelve part sub sub you know sub series it's just like a treehouse it's like hey every week come on over oh what's the password it's just fucking tarnished boffins just chilling the fuck out and and we're taking 15 minute 15 second chunks who knows if we come across something that is like hey i hadn't thought of that so far we're one for one like we went at it at that deliberate of a pace looking at that frame i fucking noticed oh my god that water that whole room is soaked in water and then we talked about water for like 20 minutes it's like oh is there going to be swimming in Elden Ring etc you know which I really loved about Sekiro but um anyway because I am the rememberer of Tangents that's one of my George R. R. Martin names (laughs) I initially asked you uh Casey about whether or not you did produce content because I wanted to ask Mm -hmm. I thought initially that you had you were doing mostly streaming but I'm glad that you know you're doing a few other things I was going to ask how did it feel to be able to take a break and know that all of that was going to get edited out before was that, nice? <laughs> that was nice right
3: yes it is really
0: exactly nice. so fun 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 well okay, and so you, albert oh, yeah. can i interject once more before you uh guide us uh, Terrapop, the in interjector yes that yes. is your name
2: you you remember the tangents and i interject yes the interjector that actually sounds a little cooler i have to I like admit. it
0: okay cool the interjector yeah. that's your name um
2: but you know You're we we do sincere. <laughs> We do sincerely love everything here. Music, lore, aesthetics, combat. That's what I was getting at earlier. We do want this to be an inclusive space, an inclusive podcast, regardless of someone's skill level or particular interests with these games but to just never play these games would be really lame. So, yeah. Katie, the fact that you're always streaming in my mind, like that's rad, like that's sick, like that's your that's your sort of from soft license, that's your badge like that people can tune in, you know, twice a week and just see Katie running Sekiro. Like that's awesome. So, props there. And and I think that's a cool strategy too, chipping away at the scripted content, but keeping everybody honest and doing a little charmless no hit demon of hatred stuff like that's that's rad so i think
0: that's that's great you, that's lovely oh i i dig that and now because you gave me that phrase badge i was i was wondering i was trying to remember that word so the mask for you now you've actually started the tradition this just it all happened very intuitively but you are our first guest on these episodes of the sub series and then future guests tara i'm gonna actually commit to it i want to give people like little whatever even mini little heirlooms of like you were on the show i'm gonna do it it's all i'm gonna handle it my end sending packaging whatever it might take me a few months uh, or something like to figure it out katie or whatever or we'll figure it out but I kind of want to do that uh, because, yeah, there's the stuff that's in the digital world and this conversation, unless I were to print it to tape, it will only ever exist in the digital world. But I am a big fan of like the merch and like and I want to see Casey merch. Can we can you give us a little that's already out there, right? We can buy that stuff. Casey, like to support Uh, you. It's
1: it's, uh, yeah, I have a uh, Society6 shop. Um, I haven't promoted it. I was going to make a video to you know talk about patreon i was gonna buy all the merch like not all of them like the people that things that people generally want, not like a lawn chair or something. It's really bizarre this the shit that you can put your your prints and designs on. on. Mm -hmm. I know. But um that's what I wanted to do. So but really thank you so much. I didn't (laughs) expect you know to get a lovely mask like that.
0: On fun. And so then that's Tara, I don't know if you do this sometimes where you're going around going about your day or whatever. And then you suddenly say every Tuesday I'm gonna do this or every time I do this I'm gonna do that. It's like I love the one. I, th- I
2: think it's a it's a nice idea. It's kind of like a little trinket, like the yes. small hair ornament or something. A or, tarnished uh, trinket, stone. perhaps? Yes. Yeah, I, I I like that.
0: Tarnished trinkets, hashtag potboy gang. Hashtag flat Larry from Polygon. You have to see the video, Katie. You will really love it. Um, but we find ourselves back in the lands between, folks. Here we go. 15 seconds in, a new world. Created by Hidetaka Miyazaki and George R. R. Martin. Do you want to do a quick little roundtable about these bros? I, for one, if you scroll all the way back into the Instagram, posted a very lovely picture of a 1970s fucking scraggly as fuck <laughs> George R. R. Martin. He looks very similar to Kit Harrington. It's fucking cool. It's very cool. So I highly recommend you guys check that out. Young George R. R. Martin basically it looks like Jon Snow. It's great.
1: Oh, I will look. I'm very curious I think there's a reason that.
0: why he approved of that casting because I'm sure, you know, the author puts <laughs> themselves in the story. A little bit of, I guess, Martinian trivia to kick things off there. In the uh, um, uh, caption for that one, I said, So, are you looking forward to this big nerd and his Japanese friend telling you all about the Riftlands? You know? <laughs> <laughs> and I. I cannot get the image out of my mind of you know both these gentlemen like there I would say he's in his 60s 70s I think but I think that you know so what is Miyazaki in his 50s right like terror right he would, he would have to be.
2: I, I actually want to say that his Wikipedia page is one of those that has like a few different ages. It's like unknown, you know, it's like born in like they're not, they're not even certain. It's like maybe he was born in like 67 or 68. There's like a forward yeah. slash.
0: It's it's so Miyazaki and I love it. it. I don't want to know. Convoluted. What he was born.
2: I don't want to know what Town came <laughs> yeah. I don't, don't want to know anything. I like it that way.
0: Me too. Okay. Well, all I have to say is that at some point, him and fucking uh, Martin were you know i mean they're they're still around but at some point they were both hanging out on planet earth with fucking tolkien i'm like oh that's so fucking cool just to imagine (laughs) them like going up to him and being like hi how you doing i I like to kind of any animators out there i will happily pay for that gift speaking of fucking gifts there's no wonder that came out of the ethosphere did you guys see that i'm gonna cut to it right now The amazing amazing start screen of of Elden Ring Uh, you didn't see it okay that's okay I have to literally oh yeah kind of pixel art or or something you yeah yeah you saw that in the email Tara come on come on like that's it just feels it feels perfect it felt so perfect for the energy of this of this particular game which I you know it's not as um yeah my okay i don't know if this is like what is it i don't know <laughs> we, i talked earlier about katie being like real deal like from the first 2009 i guess the one thing i can leverage is my oldness i guess is <laughs> a go- a Ghosts a ghost and goblins fucking hashtag Ghosts and goblins gang from sega mega drive one of the earliest if you actually look at some of that ghost and goblins imagery uh which if i'm not lazy in the edit i'll show right now is it's just like it very much evokes that um uh, from Softian, you know, vibe. Yeah, and with the Oh, yeah, line. sure. Exactly, cool, cool, cool. Um, so that's me riffing on these two. I just love them so much, and also I love savoring, but let's, I guess, go from a text-based screen to, like, some imagery, shall we? There you go.
2: Yeah, so our first proper frame is the Maiden in Black. uh appears to be coming over to us, the player character, maybe yeah. waking us, healing yes. us, reviving us. What What's your read on this, Katie?
0: Go for it.
1: I think she just wants to touch the horse, (laughs) (laughs) but I don't know. I don't, uh, she, I thought we are seeing from a POV shot. Mm. Um, we're looking at our, um, gauntlet pretty much. We see the horse. Mm. So we are already waking
3: Mm. and
1: she is here to, she's a guide. Yeah, I think,
0: I think so. We're at the 21 second mark there. Um, and specifically, I want to just mention to both of you uh, The line, actually, we have our first Is, I think it is the first line The Tarnish Will Soon Return, correct? Yep Like The first spoken line yes. Which is yep. just fucking right there Ripe for all all kinds of, you know, directions Minds Eye Cinema, here we go And Mr. Interjector, feel free to do so, <laughs> so For me, I'm, I'm sitting down a year hence Playing it for the second time Having nailed it the first time Fucking beating it before you motherfuckers Hell yeah, I'm going to try I'm going to try at least easy easy Albert you're probably going to beat it like the night that I that you get it you get you fucking combat boffins but so the tarnish will soon return um for me the, the first thing I think about with that is uh I mean the erd tree is is way it's It's literally this overarching thing that you used to see in motifs, all of what Sean the Law Hunt has been looking at. In the Valkyries um, cape, you can see it as this overarching thing. And it is tied in mysteriously, still not very defined, but in a mysterious way, tied in with the Elden Ring. Um, I did some 2 um, (laughs) a.m. analysis stuff with my brain. I just saw that I noticed something about the Elden Ring symbol itself, which is that it is exactly uh i think it's like six or seven shapes which is the three rings the line going down the middle and then one and then two which is canopy and roots you know and then these arranged kind of circles you know very iconic and initially when i first saw it i was like that's a busy symbol but then as a symbol designer myself it's like i can draw that from memory like and same with the hunter's rune from uh, bloodborne and same with you know the berserk rune as well you know i think the best symbols. Albert's symbol tangent is like those are the ones that like they stand the test of times as the runes you can carve and I am I cannot get the idea out of my mind that this uh this uh, thing of returning is going to just we talked about it a bit about like if there's going to be a twist Katie of uh whether or not like it's a, a malign thing that the Erd, that the tree is calling to us that maybe the Riftlands should be um kept sealed i suppose that's a riff off of uh, shadow of the colossus where you're kind of undoing a lot of good things by trying to revive this woman i guess i'll throw that to you katie in terms of do you think it's just going to be a straightforward okay so the this big beautiful tree is calling us back to the lands whence we came or do you think there's something more sinister uh mibu village tile uh, about all this you know
1: Uh, you, you, you mentioned sinister that's something that i that i have been uh, pondering um when uh thinking about this trailer there are there is obviously as we know and also from interviews and the synopsis on bandai there is this higher power great great power who wants mm-hmm. she she it's a she um i don't know if she's she, let's just call her a she no it's a um, she
0: the greater will absolutely
1: she wants um she wants this shit fixed, basically. Mm-hmm. The the world has gone to shit. She mm-hmm. wants it fixed. But like she she wants things to be healed. You mm-hmm. know, she wants this all this corruption to end. And you know, she wants the air tree to do its thing, basically. Mm-hmm. But on that note, we haven't really, really, really seen in the trailer. An opposing force see it's very hard for me to not think of lord of the rings
0: no please go for it
1: you know don't don't you don't you um equate it a little bit the lands between
0: is a synonym for middle earth it's it's simply there you go you know
1: right there's there's a power that wants for you know wholesome the the light and then there's another that just wants pure destruction and we don't really see that. Um, in the trailer, all we see, well, I think I can see are just um, well not just, but these are would-be opponents who are corrupted and they're just hanging on to their own power. They are putting on arms and legs to um accumulate power, to, you know, make themselves little war machines. But uh, as in terms of like being an opposing force to creationism, um, I don't see it yet, and I feel yeah. like there—I feel like there would be one.
0: I think that's very intriguing, Tara. I'll, before I jump in with my tangents, go for it.
2: Those are yeah, I, I like those thoughts, Katie, and and that's what Albert and I we were kind of thinking along similar lines in the last episode, and and just talking about like our player character, um, are we good or evil? And Mm -hmm. Miyazaki in his interviews suggests that, well, it's probably up to us. But, you know, Tolkien's one ring is a metaphorical vice, right? A potentially corruptive force that Sauron wants to use to roll them all. And even when Tolkien's heroes come to possess that ring, they too are tempted by its power. Frodo, Boromir, ultimately the ring is a burden, a a great responsibility that few can manage if any. And I wonder how the Elden Ring, which Miyazaki has suggested the Elden Ring is a more of a conceptual ring than a piece of jewelry, but how will it compare? Because it sure sounds like this maiden wants us to go on this journey and become a Lord and brandish Mm -hmm. the Elden Ring. Uh, What's her agenda? What are the implications? Uh, and, and that's a really good observation. What are the opposing, you know, what are the opposing, we see these Demi, we see, I think at least one demigod in the trailer, maybe more. Uh, we, we know the, the, the queen, we, we have some inkling of, of the queen's role here, but yeah, good thoughts. And yeah, it's, it's, it's odd. Like, okay. So the maiden wants us to know if we're, you know, going back to our, you know, frame by frame here, she wants us to know, um, that we, the exiled, tarnished, will soon return, guided by a grace once lost. Which So that line is very open to interpretation. And we do know from Miyazaki's interviews that the tarnished, the tarnished once carried a blessing that illuminated their eyes with a golden light. But they have since lost that light. And our player character is supposed to be a descendant of those original exiles. But now the odd thing is that when the Elden Ring, the source of this golden tree, when it shatters, um, we tarnished actually begin to regain this once lost blessing the blessing beckons us back to the lands between. It's a call to become a king, as Miyazaki puts it. He actually refers to the beckoning as a revelation from God, but notes that it remains up to the player whether to follow the beckoning of the blessing or to follow their doubts, maybe. And and he's clarified that this beckoning literally serves as a guide of sorts for the player throughout the game world. He, He said he didn't want players to feel totally lost in this giant map, but that they can also ignore the beckoning if they choose and and in a moment here in the trailer we certainly see the the beams of shining light you know coming down from the tree almost as if they're pointing to specific areas of interest on the map kind of a la breath of the wild or albert like you just mentioned shadow of the colossus and the sword, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah and and lastly just one of my personal theories is grace right we keep seeing this term grace 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 um i'm wondering if grace itself may be akin to ember from ds3 to humanity from ds1 or unseen aid from sakura that it could actually be a system yeah. within the game not just a, so. a, a lore term
0: i believe uh, so yeah i think yeah. it's good just enough uh that many times where it does have that ring to it of of lore meeting mechanics which i think miyazaki's un- unrivaled in, in in combining the mechanics of, of a game with the lore yeah for sure dude
1: yeah they always they always um integrate lore and yeah the the game mechanics um although did you read the interview uh i forget which one it is because there's ign there's that russian interview and then there's famitsu Mm -hmm. so i don't remember which one it was but um he said that with uh george martin's involvement they did things completely different than they used to I mean it's like a car they've always built from the inside out Mm -hmm. like um game mechanics come first Mm -hmm. and then you know it's adding on the lore and meshing everything together well this is the opposite Mm -hmm. they had the history of the world written up already and they're they're building mechanics around Mm -hmm. that and uh, this is, he said. This was something really new and exciting. Hope I, I, hope it was translated correctly. No, I anyway. think
0: that's 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 making the rounds, and when when no one like if they don't make a statement to to clarify, that's generally then taken as like body of canon, like it's accepted. Um, absolutely, yeah. Both of you have raised and articulated really, really beautifully, very eloquently on that one. So, and I when I keep looking at it, I love again just because of this deliberate pace. We just notice that the tarnish will soon return. Um, first of all shout out to anyone out there who may have seen that line and thought of there's amazing artists by the way out there we actually have a few lined up for um, future um, entries in the gathering the shards exactly so zozuba is going to be on the next one I mean, frankly, that line could easily be in the bottom left of like a beautiful Elden ring poster. I mean, the tarnish will soon return. Uh, one of my favorites is uh, the, the lighthouse with, you know, that beautiful film uh, by Robert Eggers. Uh, the line is just, there is enchantment in the light, you know, just a really mm. beautiful succinct line that makes you suddenly lean in and say, what, you know, like, you want to find out more. Um, Katie, we talked about how this one in episode two, actually, of just me initially, I just started setting things up, I recorded a few solo episodes, and I just called it the Ring Forgers, And it was basically, this is them, both of these creators now having established firmly their own separate distinct very much like they both men could easily not make anything anymore and they would have a place in the history of their respective mediums you know george mm. r. r martin literature miyazaki interactive and however they just have that ethos of wanting to keep doing and I, I really respect that you know so once they felt like okay so that's our entry into the annals of history now let's kind of bro down and say let's make our kind of little still unique extremely unique i mean tolkien would have balked to see the many armed king and just said what his his little tweety professorly mind would have been like i don't understand you know (laughs) Um, so it's still got that really fucking unique miyazaki and george R. r martinian spin to it but it is it's a it's a it's a, it's a love letter to their granddad, which is Tolkien, mm. which is wonderful. And I just, even, you know, people were like, that's the ring bearer font, even though it's not. And I still struggle to find that exact font. Vati, can you just send me the fucking font file? I found something very similar. Is it triton Pro? It, it's not Triton Pro. It is, uh, it's like, and it's not Optima Precepts either. Uh, it, we are now starting the font cast a podcast within a podcast about fonts i i i like this this is like dirty talk we're talking about fonts now <laughs> oh, okay honey okay honey okay sweetie um yeah no it's very you guys similar. just dropping all these specific fonts this Monumenta. is Monumenta monumenta i think it is
1: oh yeah yeah oh, okay and,
0: and yet that are the elusive are anyway like by the way shout out to the avatar podcast i spoke with uh, john roshall who designed the new avatar font so no more ryan gosling jokes for you i spoke to the guy so a <laughs> little bit of a network-wide little cross-pollination there um but yeah so a beautiful line and i'm just again this isn't just soaking up things for the sake of it for, for like i just there's so much here uh i, I love first of all this idea of um uh Sekiro did this beautifully, which is that you you know, you, you start in a very in a nadir place, like in a very lowly place. And I think there's that just like with the you know, the the chosen undead, you know, starting in the in the dungeon, there's a tradition of going from from a, a place that is down and dank and down low. Right. Into... It,
1: it's an it's it's a thing with every from soft game. Yeah. You always start out as a coward cunt with absolutely no key abilities, <laughs> and yeah, it's just yeah you do start from nothing i did want to go back um if, if he yeah. i was just so interested when you um, asked the question the, the rhetorical question i don't know uh, whether or not our character is good, good, good. or bad mm. but see isn't it you remember that they said uh miyazaki said that um he's going back to like in DS1, the DND roots, Dungeons and Dragons. Mm-hmm. And we're we this is an RPG. What is RPG? Mm-hmm. Choice. Yes. You can yeah. do whatever you want. You can be a good guy. You can be a bad guy. And I think what I really love to see in Elden Ring is really give us that choice. Like it's not just going around killing NPCs, shit like that. It's very satisfying. Uh, ultimately when you choose an ending in any of those games well especially uh, yes, Sekiro
2: right the yeah. implication Sekiro, I mean, Sek- Sekiro goes it, the, the the endings are crucial to your experience with that game
1: yes Sekiro was their really um their real first venture into it I would argue that maybe Bloodborne maybe but um your guy and bloodborne is kind of inconsequential that's the whole point but um i would like to see endings uh with like like sekiro i want them to be drastically different like what what ending you choose has an impact on your continuing playthrough
0: i I have something to support that one which is i want so that when we are encountering npcs making maybe even it could be they decide to since they're on such an innovation kick they decide to implement some dialogue you know a bit more dynamic i mean obviously you do have some choices obviously in Fromshoff, but uh taking that even further into that morality system um and what i would love frankly is about maybe three tenths of the way through you start noticing a pivot just like that dnd style of like of your character into you know chaotic whatever you know all these and basically the perception of your uh tarnished like starts to warp what people say like i would love for if on a chaotic playthrough someone is saying something to you same place that you encountered them in the world and yet what they say and how they say it rings differently because of the choices you've made um and they're they're communicating the same story point but they're saying it from a different place so that which i love that idea of uh subjectivity coming into that experience i think you know a lot of people listening right now are rolling their eyes and being like It's just big Dark Souls. Don't expect so much from the NPCs, but it's one of the things we enjoy doing.
1: No, 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 no. no. Those people who think that way, they probably have not tried to do all the NPC quests in DS3, Bloodborne, and Sekiro. I should stop. Actually, it's Bloodborne, DS3, and Sekiro, if we're going to be chronological. Like, ever since Bloodborne, but so much more in DS3, they have been introducing side quests without making them side quests. I I talk about this so many times. It's not like you're playing fucking Skyrim. Oh, I lost my keys. Can you find them? It's it's not like that. Like it's the, uh, the, their NPC quests, their, these side quests, they push you to remember Oh, uh, discover! What did you do? Where was that place that I was? What was that thing I picked up? You know, and to really pay attention to the world around you, and it really makes a difference. The choices you make with these NPCs—it's either you make or break them, man. And yeah. ultimately, it, it affects your fucking endings in <laughs> uh, in these three games: Bloodborne, Sekiro, and and uh, DS3. But what am I saying? Um, well, I'm losing cool. my train of thought. I no, want to talk about.
2: I I, I have to counterpunch just a little bit here Mm
3: -hmm. and remind
2: you that the ending of DS3 literally determines the outcome of the universe, (laughs) the fire versus the end of fire and the implications at the end of the Ringed City DLC with Gale and the painting woman. I think DS3 uh, DS3 is my personal favorite of, of the six games. But Katie, to your point, I think the role playing, I mean, it, it seems based on what we've seen, what we've read, that role playing element, that RPG, DnD, oh, and yeah. stuff, that's going to be so much more fleshed out yeah. in Elden Ring. And, and yeah, to your point about, yeah, I lost my key, help me find it. Like, I, I, I think we can only begin to imagine what we're probably in store for. Like yeah. NPC side quests in Elden Ring,
0: Oh, oh! It's gonna be beautiful. I, I want to say for baby Vati tuning in if he's checking this one out. So I wouldn't. I will one day. Whatever tier you have for like, I'll do a suggested video. I want him to make a funny video of him trying to do a prepare to cry for an Elder Scrolls, like one of these empty fetch questy type <laughs> things, because that would be that would serve to very starkly illustrate the 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 night and day between. I mean, Miyazaki, frankly, doesn't create anything without some sense of an emotional response to it. Like, he won't just give you, oh, go and get this brooch. And no, 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 it's not just the brooch. It's the daughters. And the brooch belongs to the mother. And the father, um, you know, you know, and, and we all know the story of Gascoigne with, um, he wasn't quite himself and all that. I, Miyazaki, whenever he just, it's like, you know, he's got this uh energy of him creatively where wherever he turns like emotions follow like even when he's given instructions to his uh boss designers and stuff is like but what am i feeling for this guy right now like everything has to have some sense of like and you lean in and there's a bit of mournfulness and there's some texture even i mean for me you mentioned uh i I get goosebumps when i just think about it sullivan's beast when he's clutching and like you know like holding his hands like that's like the the human that's still inside Mm -hmm. there is when vadi was uh, uh you know he just sort of highlighted that for me as i was watching some of these videos i was like yeah the the pathos the the emotionality and that's not on principle same with guardian ape you know there's um you know yeah like in some other alternate universe those two apes are just chilling without centipedes all wriggling around in them and they they're probably very sagely and peaceful nature spirits right and so they're all so as you said katie very like fleshed out you know and um I can really dig that. And and yeah, just it's almost too much hype to even think about like (laughs) what he would do with an open world full and a dynamic open world. Katie, I'm going to give you a mind's eye cinema next year. You're playing, you're on one of those gigantic bridges, which now they finally found a place to put one of those massive bridges. And then a dynamic event occurs and it's like a giant fucking, you know, because, you know, there's giants in this world and it's like, oh, hello there. And then you sort of stop trotting and you're like, hello. And you sort of turn, you're like, Hello, and it's like this giant. He's like, I don't know. Just figured I'd say hi since you're like wandering around my lands. And so, how are you doing? <laughs> Imagine if like a gigantic, super friendly giant, like I help anytime. Like uh, he's my favorite <laughs> of all of those giants from uh, Dark Souls Three. Miyazaki I has a good yes. sense of humor. Yes. Yeah, I can really dig that. So, one um, well, Albert,
2: you. I want to go back to what you were what you were saying there about like the bosses. Like it's this take it or leave it thing. Like. Gascoigne could just be the first boss you encounter in Bloodborne maybe you kill him maybe you don't maybe you move on maybe you don't whatever but if you want it like that tragedy's there and and he has that line you'll be one sooner or later and and I know a lot of fans like to speculate is he referring to himself or is he referring to the player character and and uh, even Sullivan right like Sullivan to a lot of players, like the first time Dark Souls three player, that's the point in the game where you might get stuck like seriously for the first time. Like that's the first like really hard boss. But in all honesty, Sullivan is like the closest thing to a villain or an antagonist. Oh, sorry DS3. to interrupt.
0: Um, Sullivan was my guinea for Dark Souls 3. <laughs> that's where I fucking stopped frying pan to the face. But yeah. Well, I mean, to my point though, right? That's the roadblock
2: that a lot of players hit in DS3. But like he really is like his backstory and him corrupting the city and corrupting the dancer and Vort. And it's uh, so it's it's there if you want it but you don't have to take it. He can, you can just kill him or not kill him, move yeah. on, stick with it. That's the beauty of FromSoft game design. And and yeah, I can't imagine, like, I don't know, Katie, is this bringing anything, you know, to mind as you're imagining Elden Ring and what we might be in store for?
1: That's the thing about FromSoft games and the new titles that they always come up with. Um, I'll give you a very quick example. I went into Sekiro almost blind. I didn't even know we were going to be a ninja. And it completely just blew me away. And that's the thing with uh like Elden Ring that you can expect. Don't expect anything. You're not gonna, you're not, you can't possibly imagine what <laughs> Good they would do.
0: Good point. Seriously,
1: you like Sekiro, just think of that combat system, how it just burst onto the scene, like nothing we've ever seen before. Weapons interacting with weapons, not just parry, you know, it's yeah. uh your actions, um, performing these actions between your weapons your body versus your opponents and actually impacting the fight you know with every single um counter defensive move like that's never been seen before and um that's the one surprise element there's there's so many um but like with elden ring there are so many things that we can only speculate we can only want and maybe expect but
0: yeah i have something for both of you my 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 combat buffins here we go so mind's eye cinema for you again we're just having fun it's like on the on the tarnished path if you want to call it that it's like why not riff and and uh, i'll send you my link to my high philosophy which is you have different options for leading up to something for me i choose to fully believe something's going to happen and then when it happens i get to have enjoyed everything instead of being jaded on the way or whatever so for you two i have this which is as we know uh someone pointed that this is at the rkg guys you know prepare to try and uh, not pre- is it prepared yeah prepare to try um uh and uh and retry yeah those guys they're great and they said i think they were pointing out that um no tamur actually was saying on the kind of funny stream that each from software title contains a hint for the next one how what's going to be incorporated you know so in dark souls 2 there was a character highly resembling of you know it was a marvelous chester who who is the um yes yeah, so L-
1: chester was in ds1
0: yeah ah there you go so and then for um for bloodborne um there was there was an element of like high pace like, like fast pace and then you know Sekiro ran with that with the the jumping and the grappling hook yes. so I just for, for both of you I have now is obviously the tarnish we don't see which is actually a pivot from what we were anticipating because we did see the Valkyrie you know uh, with the arm and so we were maybe anticipating some arm shenanigans like in terms of gameplay all I have to ta- say for you both is yes there will be and guess what all of what Sekiro had maybe not as extensive but basically you will be able to elect maybe maybe after the battle with the Valkyrie who has that ability like that's an ability you gain to then mm. fuck around with a, a a prosthetic that can go into all these different things that unlocks a whole new branch of combat and that'll just be one whereas for Sekiro it was the core that kind of made that combat system what it was with the different attachments and the fan and all of that the firecrackers in elden ring it'll be there but it'll just be one of many and then you can still it'll basically be someone fucking took the trailer and went into each of the biomes and said this is from bloodborne this is from sekiro this is from this sunset shot is from dark souls 2 and that shot is is from dark souls 3. so i think From aesthetically into gameplay, I just think he's like, I'm actually going to throw everything in this one game, like all the best of what you've enjoyed. And I certainly love that with it, it, with Sekiro, the, the, the combat was incredible. And I think it's got the best combat. of of any of them I love it um and and, I would uh, argue
2: maybe of any video game ever created honestly the combat system in Sekiro yeah it's insane
0: when I was pairing the fucking giraffe I I felt so fucking cool I
2: was like well and Albert to your point I think in Katie I want to hear what you think about this I believe FromSoft entered new territory with Bloodborne and the subsequent games. First with transformation attacks, then weapon arts, then prosthetic tools. Right, and and we know that combat arts of some kind are in this game. We we see that beam uh, in in the trailer. The magic looks bigger and bolder than ever. Uh, I guess we're riffing, we're getting a little out of our shard here, a little out of the 15 seconds, but I don't know, Katie, you're a combat specialist. What do you? What are your thoughts?
0: Go for it. No, no, go for it.
1: Uh, I, what you said earlier about um, this being a key combat ability, um, you know, maybe once you beat her, you'll be able to do this. I I, I want to talk about that for just a second before I forget and then we'll talk about the mm-hmm. there's so much to talk about with the combat um from what we can see um in terms of game mechanics um when I look at her put it on I really think there is some reluctance there she doesn't yeah, she doesn't seem like she wants to and you can see all these really grotesquely deformed bosses you know, they are only made more powerful for from doing this, I think. And I really, I feel like she's seen some shit mm. and she doesn't want to become like that, basically. She wants to remain as pure as as herself and not lose herself.
0: I have to add to that now because uh, one of my, between the gathering and the shards, I just, not even for the show, I end up just naturally occurring to me these these uh, riffs on what potential story. And for me, I i I sort of was sitting with that the vibe of the Valkyrie and, and I, I thought about her in contrast to the Fungal Lord, which is just the antler face guy, you know, and I, I immediately drew a parallel of like, he seems further along in what she's just about, she's just getting it now around her eyes, yes. like the Senpo Temple corruption. And what I take from that is that she is one of the Earth Tree's guardians, which is when the Earth Tree started breaking because of the Elden Ring. It's guardians that are connected to her um, because of maybe some pact, like the the golden the golden order might have something to do with that. Where you create this pact where you are one with the tree, and when the tree dies, you start to kind of mangle up because mm-hmm. of, you've pledged yourself so deeply. And he is the vagabond who abandoned the tree, and who is resentful of his connection to it because of the fading of the ring. And she is. Um, staying with it she's actually when we see in the trailer she's depicted as being very close to the roots and uh she's the loyal one is is how i'm interpreting this is all nonverbal, completely speculative and i i take it so that maybe at one point her arm maybe like just gave 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 way and just she didn't have it mm. anymore. And but to be able to keep defending whatever remains in that tragic way, defending the remains of the earth tree, uh, this guardian Valkyrie lady, like maybe, mm. uh, and yeah, she only puts it on when someone comes and threatens the, the what, like the the tiny little glow that remains of the Elden, of, of the old tree in the roots of the of the tree so that's just my riff on that
2: well in so many of the bosses in the last three games Sekiro Dark Souls 3 and Bloodborne are literally corrupted often yeah. tragically corrupted that's such a consistent pattern and I suspect we're seeing a continuation of that in Elden Ring I can really dig it
1: oh, oh did you want me to respond to your question earlier Tara <laughs> about, uh, oh,
2: yeah, yeah, well, I, yeah. I think I was talking about what like the, the games evolving with like transformation attacks and bloodborns and prosthetic tools and things. Like, uh, I guess that was just a general question about sort of your expectations or, or thoughts for Elden Ring.
1: Well, we, you know, having if anyone's played the games, especially chronologically, you will definitely see what was in a previous game will go into the next. Uh, DS2 is another thing I love DS2 I'm one of those weird people but um oddly the best things about DS2 we don't see anymore in the other games mm-hmm. the the massiveness of the world and the interactability with with the world but uh, that aside let's going back to combat um that'd be a good example-
2: podcast like Apollo like like the the case for Dark Souls 2 I would do that
0: yeah well, we'll, well guess what there's going to be a an anniversary for that one but stay in flow katie uh, yes you were mentioning just about the yeah the, um game yeah, yeah
1: yeah um for example um bloodborne the bullet parry mechanic hmm. is definitely you see it's the primitive um groundwork for the deflection, death blow system that we see in Sekiro. And it's not just because of how it looks, how it sounds. It's because now we are interacting in a three-dimensional space. Before, it's always other than shield parrying or parrying with a really big weapon. That's aside. 99% of the time when we're in combat, we are interacting with the floor. Mm. That's We're rolling. We are not... We are not interacting with the enemy or the environment. And Bloodborne was that, uh, the, the the bullet parrying system, yeah. is the introduction to that. And now Sekiro is definitely a three-dimensional space. And what I would like to see in Elden Ring, um, fleshed out from what we see in the trailer, is, um, oh, it's kind of a it's kind of wishful thinking it's not something that fromsoft would do but i would like to be able like there's so many giant bosses right i would like to be able to interact with them in an even more realistic way like not just dealing with their attacks their weapons evading parrying whatever I want to climb on them
0: yeah that's what i'm thinking i completely agree there's, there's a reason why with this open world thing with the allusions to shadow of the colossus with we, we literally see the you know the building or the building the walking tortoise thing totally i i totally vibe with that and i think this is time i like obviously again you know sekiro setting up this thing of climbing this thing of you know traversal across a space uh the snake fight for example you are you're jumping around a lot of the fights you're jumping around yeah um jump up jump up get down um (laughs) that's basically secular with the corrupted monk and i would love yeah just basically take the corrupted monk fight and all those grapple points uh okay i'm just gonna say it you know that fuck off giant dragon later in the trailer and you are prancing around on your little tastic little i think you're gonna be able to have don't worry for people worrying about like oh you're about to go into some final fantasy 15 like warping are you going to warp onto your mount into certain i think that your spirit horse or i think he mentioned that there's going to be spirit entities that you'll be able to leverage those in combat where if you are navigating this massive, yeah, you're not just, I think the era of hacking away at Meteor's toes is gone. Like we're not gonna, I think Miyazaki's like, I think I've evolved past that. That's very simplistic. I think post-Sekiro we're going to see a lot of dynamism in these giant fights where we are going to be I think in some way like you know people were making jokes about Patronuses you know yes <laughs> like we can, we'll just be able to like yeah I think incorporate them in some combat way but you guys are the more combat um experienced if you wanted to take that terror maybe run with that in terms of speculation of how that could be in you know how how, that, how it could involve the, could involve these sort of spirit entities
2: well uh, Albert, I, I think you made a good point about, you know, kind of moving away from, like, clunky toe hitboxes and and things yeah. like that. And I even look at Sekiro, the Divine Dragon boss battle. Like, you could put that into, like, the gimmick boss mm. category, right? Like, yes. the Roddy Greatwood and all of that. And and I, some people didn't like that boss battle in Sekiro. But I, I I think you can look at that and be like, this is just sick. Like, yeah, yeah maybe this isn't, like, fighting Isshin, right? Like, you could Isshin's definitely a better boss battle but like in and of itself, the divine dragon is just like beautiful. Like it's visually beautiful. Like there's an emotional experience you have in that yeah. boss battle. And you kind of saw it even there. It's like, they're sort of taking care of like the Medeer Toe problem, right? Like you're not doing that in Sekiro. Like Miyazaki's already solved that problem. Yeah. So Albert, I, I, I actually think you hit on something really, really good there. And I, and I bet you're right. I bet we see that in <laughs> Elden Ring. What, do you, what are you thinking, Katie?
1: I was actually thinking um, of a different example from Sekiro, not the dragon, but the demon of hatred.
3: Mm. Just
1: imagine how shitty it would be <sighs> if you can't grapple. Think about that. If you can't grapple to that sword in his arm. Mm.
0: Oh, that'd be that's fun.
1: actually I think that's the one of the first times, if I, if I can remember correctly, where you actually have the leverage of um, of uh, elevation mm. in in a in a fight and um i don't i this is just wishful thinking like i just said it would be nice if i could climb onto these opponents and you know maybe maybe agility would be a stat instead of okay. dexterity you know and agility like in D, it gives you the benefit of like you get bonus for certain types of attack plunging attack sneak attack whatever like i don't I'm not going to be disappointed if we don't have, you know, uh, a system like that, as in where you can interact with uh, a boss in that way, like, you know, some other games, Um, because it's not it's not from soft style. You know, Um, if they don't do that, I'll I'll be fine. (laughs) I'm sure there's many other things that I would enjoy about the combat.
0: Okay, I can dig it. I can dig it. A T. How about we mosey on to? I think it's only two shots for this one. We're at 21 seconds. Let's take it up to the 32nd market yeah, it's, and whatever it's, it's the, really
2: just the wide shot right of the field is just and the the wide tree. Shot,
0: which is yeah fucking
2: which i mean i i didn't mean that like you know it's oh it's just this wide oh, shot of your frankly the field.
0: no i want to say i want to and because i love it when you just said wide shot it just made me think of there was a great post over at if you haven't visited folks go now reddit.com forward slash r forward slash eldenring it hit headlines a couple months ago about the subreddit going insane essentially without you know lore to like actually speculate upon i partook a little bit with some creating of characters and stuff it was fun while it lasted but that's um a, a set chapter in that subreddit's history i also want to demystify reddit for a lot of people uh, people who and i might even throw to katie um you are on reddit all the time you no, use it as not a message not, not anymore
1: i used to be very very active on the set oh. Hero subreddit but then um, I think the uh, Mod? the the mods, mods um, they I'd sort say. of just they sort of just let it go. Like oh, no. originally it was like no memes, you know, and then yeah. it just turned into a meme fest. And okay. um, also, nice. um, like a lot of players I know, excellent players, like New Game Plus Seven, Charmless Demon, No Hit, everything, mm-hmm. you know. And you know when they post their videos, um, they get speculated. You know they get. Some yeah. pretty shitty comments, and it just wasn't oh, safe for me anymore. So cool. I stopped using Reddit. No, that's I, great. I,
0: it's because you. It's because we were messaging. On, so you use it as a messenger, but nothing else, basically. I, I, I see. I
1: just use it to talk to you.
0: Oh, that's lovely. <laughs> that's very sweet. Now, but obviously, like you, if you don't want to, I I'm, I'm across the Twitter, but I know you're not there, and you're not on. um Katie, these platforms are waiting for you. They, I reckon, there's going to be a lot of people wanting to like follow along, especially after. Uh, I I'm, make I'm at least 20 people are joining your Patreon from this episode. Like, absolutely. <laughs> so if unless you're because, you know, but actually I want to say Bonfire Side chat like these, you know, fellow Soulsborne kind of folks, they, they've jumped entirely into Patreon. And they I notice in your because I always go to the YouTube and then there's the About section, which people list sort of their like link tree type thing. So you're on Reddit, you know, with the messaging, obviously you're on Twitch. You are on but you don't stream from Twitch. Correct?
1: Um I actually swim stream to Twitch a little bit, but my PC is old and can't handle it. But I have a new power rig yeah. ready to go. I'm gonna start building it on Tuesday.
0: Okay, okay, okay.
3: <laughs> so, okay. But I
1: will be on I'll I will be continuing to, okay. to stream to Twitch. Yes.
0: Nice. Uh I guess I'm doing this, T, a mid-episode. If you love these people, which it's not even a question, of course you do, because T and uh Casey are the greatest. Uh so you can be found. What's the easiest way to like literally like sh- holler at you? Like at your YouTube, probably in the comments, right? Casey? Yeah. That's kind it's, of interesting. Uh, you
1: can I I uh I do my YouTube correspondence every day, but okay. Discord is a big thing.
0: Discord, okay. I have
1: my own Discord server and yeah, if people want to chat me just best just DM me.
0: Dig it. And so no Instagram and no Reddit. Sorry, no Instagram and no Twitter. And
1: so uh, I had a really really bad freak out experience with uh Facebook. Uh, I am I'm very private um and uh, they really violated some um privacy shit. Um no boy, Oh, no. well there's no point in getting into it now. Basically, I I got off of Facebook and Instagram. Very so um good you know i'm you know i'm a content creator i'm connecting with audience you don't need to know my facebook or,
0: exactly um, and so so miyazakian of you katie it I is love very miyazakian <laughs> and i will i will basically support that in that if you go to my albertkizzer.com forward slash journal on december 2020 i was like i'm entering 2021 not doing social media at all, fuck you. And I had this giant fuck off thing of like, and I just spent like two, three months feeling like you know you guys have have found your niches i'm so i can hear it in your voices you found like where you're happiest like with te- with t you don't do the video with katie you don't do the facebook love it it's beautiful but see but like you are participating in the modern world like you mm-hmm. found out some what i was trying to do was not anything and i felt like how the how the person who was witnessing people starting to use cars instead of horses. I felt like that guy who was just sitting there was like, I'm just gonna use my horse. In fact, fuck horses, <laughs> I'm just gonna walk. And 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 I just felt, um, yeah, I felt, uh, yeah, that that wouldn't be sustainable, especially because, um, you know, technology, I think it needs to follow the authenticity of the person, you know, who they are and what they wanna do naturally. And then with me, um, actually got a lot of clarity about technology uh, and what ended up happening. And I'm sure you've maybe seen this. Uh, I've developed a couple of t. I just said a couple it's about 800 or so. I just decided to fucking have fun with it. You know, Katie, I'm using it literally every single of the probably around 800 Instagrams that I've set up. I'm not kidding. I love, wow. I love admin. I'm serious that I just what I do is I call it the fleet and um, it's my way of having a bit of fun with this sense of, uh, you know, people are creating these accounts and striving and striving to get as many followers as possible on this one thing. Whereas to me, I cast my net really wide. And then if people fucking love that and love what is being spoken about, we get that as a heat signature to keep going. And we've gotten mm. a lot of heat signature love on Elden Ring podcast, especially since I founded the Reddit.com forward slash, forward slash uh Elden Ring countdown people are like they were like albert you need to see this through do you understand i want you to do a countdown post every day i'm like bruh i was already gonna do that so <laughs> so i basically yeah i follow where the energy flows you know with with and it's like yeah it's like fishing essentially so uh well i almost said their name whoever we're gonna be speaking with with bloodborne like that happened because they'll click and they'll see oh wow wow the star wars podcast oh wow the disney podcast which by the way if you're disney and star wars and you didn't grab those urls and you let me grab them like come on man you know what i mean <laughs> they're just out there i just grabbed them so so i like this sense of eclecticism but not dilettantism like you go all the way back to fucking episode one of any of the podcasts it was the bloodborne is me speculating openly about fucking H.P. lovecraft and Bram stoker so my home will always pod- podcasting home will always be miyazaki but um, you definitely did uh, ir some in a good way because it makes you, it makes the one I get better. You know when you said that stuff the the very benign shade thrown at God of War I appreciate that that was great I really like that <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Zelda as well I guess I should just talk about that super quickly we're doing um, uh, searching the skies because we're doing right now obviously gathering the shards of course we're doing searching the skies which by the way is an admitted influence on Elden Ring you look it up do a keyword search breath of the wild this in fact t get ready are you ready i think it's going to elden ring is going to wipe the floor with elden oh, with, with breath of the wild too yeah can you hear that can you hear the tears what do you reckon am i on to something t or am i fucking
2: crazy i mean i i think we're going to be waiting quite some time for breath of the wild too i mean based on uh and Numa sounded pretty tentative about the. We're aiming for a 2022 release date, so I'm, I'm not holding my breath. I have a new Miyazaki game in January. You know, I'll I'll, I'll see everybody around. You know, I'll I'll, I'll I'll get to every
0: other game in the backlog when I get to it. You said it, dude. You said it. Well,
2: I, I I do want to do one of my interjections here and just make sure, Katie, are we being or do we have you for a little longer? Yeah. Are we being respectful yeah, sure. of your time? That's,
1: no, okay. that's fine. I, I, I just aside. wanted to make sure
2: we weren't, uh, you know, bumping up against anything else or or keeping you away from something.
1: Hmm. No, I, I set aside the time. Don't worry that's about
0: it. Fine. I'm very glad. Tea, man after my own heart was going to be definitely what I was going to throw her way. I do that sort of it's like the podcast's instinct is like, I know I've had them for about an hour and a half. How are you doing? Do you have a life or do you do things? I know you have a life. I mean, you're here with us. And I think you're living your best life, Katie, by being on the show with us today, correct?
1: Thank yeah. you for being very considerate though. No worries. So, yeah, Absolutely.
2: Katie, do you have any other, I don't, I mean, Albert, I'm not sure if you have any other thoughts you want to share about the
0: the wide shot here. Oh, I do. But guess what? I defer to my lovely boffins, both of you. Katie, this wide shot, it is you. It is in this, like, imagine yourself there go for it well how do you where would you go look at these rifts look at these bridges oh my god would you want to be able to scale do you want to be able to climb some of these things do you want free climbing in this game for example
1: yes i do absolutely um i it's gonna be like really like what the fuck but i can't be the only one does anyone want to climb the air tree you oh,
0: fucking A. Are you
1: want to be there to see. In what's fact, the deal?
0: if you zoom in, you will just about see little pilgrim Gary climbing, just like, <laughs> climbing up like a little monkey. Well, and and we have that one. I think it's a social
2: media caption that you know it suggests that we'll be going up into the branches and yeah. then down. You know, under it basically sounds like the game is going to have you know the the interiors, the level design is going to have a verticality to it. So, I mean, that might not be much of a stretch, Katie.
0: Mm.
1: No, because that's like DS1. DS1 is a vertical map.
0: Mm. Oh, I have something for both yeah. of you. Just from having sat with it again because we're just, we're doing that, that, uh, you know, CSI thing where they just spread all the evidence and they just look at it until things jump out. Well, that fucking tree is straight up made of not just translucent but is stone i'm looking at that section it looks like it's made of rock like look at it it doesn't look like bark man like and this is the 4k version so which leads me to i i have a pretty solid like mind's eye cinema in my gut it feels right where i looked up the anatomy of a tree because of reasons which is it's the it's like the the oh but now ironically i've forgotten it but basically everyone
2: take a moment and picture albert at his laptop typing in anatomy of a tree okay
0: thank you it's where it's with the trunk thank you buddy love you uh love you both it's where the tree goes from the trunk into the branches and that little area where like you would in nature come across like a little family of like owls or whatever or whatever that beautiful place i swear that that's where the forge is like where where the ting ting. like that first scene yeah. i swear mm. this thing is massive it's it it dominates every shot of of the land uh it's not something that's a certain span of kilometer like it's, it's it's massive this thing is huge and i i think it's spectral it's otherworldly there's a lot of mysteries uh if i may i'm just gonna There was a teaser trailer back in 2008. It's from District 9. (laughs) There are a lot of secrets in District 9. There's a lot of (laughs) secrets in the urge tree, you know? I I cannot wait. And what the fuck is this thing? Uh, T, again, because it's jumping out at me. This constant fog that is surrounding... The tree i mean it's very dramatic visually but what is that lore wise i'll throw it to actually katie and then we'll loop back mm-hmm. to t what's with that fog that's just there it's not it is not uh temporary that's constantly there it's
1: constant the, yeah, yeah just like the light that it casts um mm-hmm. it it affects the sky yeah. oddly it doesn't affect the like the white balance of the land Don't you think most of mm-hmm. the time it's just yeah it yeah. doesn't it's not as gold as so, only sometimes only very very rare occasions but um the uh the fog you know Mm -hmm. maybe if i were to guess that maybe the air tree is not so much it's not too much of a physical thing maybe it's also like a phenomenon
0: yeah i can dig that i really can actually yeah and and i'm just gonna make sure that i'm not just seeing things i swear okay are you paused by the way at 28 this could just be a, a thing of the light but there's um, I, f- I feel as though there's like a a chunk of the tree that is like potentially hollow. Cause I, I'm 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 scrubbing through to make sure it's not just some particle effect. Um, by the way, shout out to the extra effect for when you're looking at these. Um, if you're pausing it, literally 028 just before it cuts. Uh some of wherever there is one of those graces it's not just yellow but there's a lot of green like a lot of spring Mm. you know kind of very beautiful and so I would like to see a little bit of uh when we do I don't know if there's going to be this thing of restoring light to the realm type thing uh which we had a little bit with with the pathless um so that would be lovely but I swear I can just see some Rivendell stuff happening uh not Rivendell sorry um where's uh the the Lothlodium you know with with some of oh. the, so with some of the tree being hollowed out am i going crazy t if you are at 028 and i if i had it i would be pointing to it it's like roughly around there if you could see my screen and it's it just looks like an archway and i wonder if there is this thing of mm. you know it being inhabited if it being an edifice of the gods perhaps you know it mm. seems yeah just wanted to add some extra uh, little urge tree riffs for you to riff on
2: yeah, I mean, I think the tree, I agree with both of you. I think there's, I, I know what you mean, Albert, it's kind of stone-like, but then at the same time, it appears translucent, kind of ethereal. Mm. Uh, it's, so, it's so interesting, you brought back up the smith, the, the, the forge, the clanking, mm. everybody forgot about that after mm. the Summer Game Fest trailer <laughs> dropped. And like, that was, you know, I mean, you arguably, the most memorable element of that 2019 trailer and it's been completely forgotten about. Forgotten because it's so... so... Uh, yeah. It does yeah. make you wonder, yeah, what's the deal?
0: If you just go, I'm, I'll bring it up. Yeah, if you obviously, if you just type Elden Ring, nothing from the original trailer comes up. It's all brand new stuff, which makes sense. So if I just go 2019, um, just super quickly, you go to this, uh, look at that, color intentionality. Hmm, shall we do some chromatic analysis from green to red huh maybe I'll, I'll dive into that later maybe on the next one but i'll just quickly super quickly bring up with my schmancy holding up of a phone to a camera skills you go into this thing and it's it's this forge but the forge i swear you look at it the space around the forge is roots it's just a giant void of space and then this uh anvil so to speak and but you can just see on the very faint edges it's this hollowed out tree you know and i don't know yes you don't see a lot of people talking about that um and in the in the leaked concept art yeah this space there if Mm -hmm. you if you go into the trailer and and look really deeply into that you start seeing these big swooping uh you know, uh, potentially there's even a chance that there's a cracks and that's where it's like the the, yard tree is a stone tree that is cracking. And it was the ones who maybe forged the Elden Ring who had to do the unforging. And that's what we're seeing is, I'll just tie it back. So basically, I heavily, I heavily posit based on objective visual evidence that there are certain souls that are either born into the world as part of a lineage of like the caretakers of the elden ring that it's in your blood that when if anything happens to the tree it happens to you. I think that's a am I missing maybe something in a fantasy story potentially even Game of Thrones um where there is that sense of you being you know intrinsically tied to a certain location or uh, am i missing i think there's something probably related to the crow um you know max events von sido's character like how he's like one with the roots or whatever so mm-hmm. and that symbiosis you know so i think with the corruption we see from the valkyrie's face which it seems by the time of the sgf trailer to be getting worse i mean from the um you know 2019 trailer it's it's she's got her helmet on but she I don't know chronologically if we're going to speculate on that, but um, her hand is, is is pretty far gone. You know the other hand, which mm-hmm. tells me like Katie, I just say like does that is that me going crazy that like her hand the reason why she 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 lost her arm maybe not necessarily out of battle but it's like like Vati talks about with the sickness creeping up the right leg maybe there's this thing tied in with arms and like branches for example bows and and uh, bracha. In Italian, mm. the word for branch is tied into arms. It's the, same, it's the same etymology. And so I can't help but think that the the arm motif and the, the spreading of the arms, you know, it's like you start to resemble this tree of sorts and you sort of become more tree-like. I don't know, there's a couple of riffs for you there, but anything that jumped out?
1: I just think Miyazaki is really into amputees. <laughs> <You> amputees. <laughs> See,
0: Death Stranding was uh, Kojima's m game. And uh, this is uh, his uh, amputee fetish game. I love that, as in, as in, Hidetaka Miyazaki. And uh, he got his feet fetish on with a couple of tiles, but now it's all about the arms, baby. It's all about big, spindly, weird arms. So, well, and, and to both of you, you know what's interesting? One of those uh, like uh, Twitter or
2: social media posts that the on the official Elden Ring account that they did, I think, on like June eleventh, it specifically said well it 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 showed a sort of a different version of this 28 the the shot the wide shot we're seeing at the 28 second mark Mm. um you you could go to the elden ring twitter page i I believe it's june 11th um but that was one of the photos they shared and the caption is the lands between bast in the pure light of the greater will before the shattering so it's all like that sort of gets to like the the time like the the timeline here are we seeing the, the way the erd tree appears at the 28 second mark is it not going to look this way for a lot Ooh. of our playthrough right That's a very these, good, uh, the, the shattering uh, yeah. changes the tree. But I mean, Albert. To your point, even here, like the tree looks kind of unhealthy. Maybe you know you could interpret it that way. So
0: yeah, the leaves are falling. That's the thing. We might have
2: our minds blown, right? When the game actually comes out and we get in this game world and we're like looking around and and we see the tree for what it is or the state of the world for what it is. Mm -hmm. But that seemed like a pretty big drop on social media, and I haven't seen a lot of people, uh, you know, grab putting their arms around that yet.
0: Get getting their arms around it. I I see the pun there. But I want to say, like, speaking of having gotten our, I think we we got our arms firmly around this 15 second mark. I think, uh, you know, Sean mentioned this cauldron type thing at the very end there uh, about, you know, can't have a Miyazaki title without some Lord Vessely type thing, a vessel of some kind. But but I am convinced, first of all, that this is, as you said, Katie, very eloquently, it is, it's it's immaterial. It is, uh, it it could potentially be. Not to get too esoteric, but um something where the tree normally isn't visible and yet when it's dying it becomes visible, kind of thing, maybe. Oh, that's
1: a good that's an interesting thought. I never thought
0: about you know, that. Where uh it's like all you know, when like in just to use a combat analogy, it's like when your stealth, you know, your stealth meters like you've been hit and like you're not invisible anymore, type of thing. So I think if the Erd, Erd tree but also I see these these graces coming out of it as, yeah, like. Be- these the beckoning as you as you said Tara, of you know go find the lost graces so that i can be restored i think it's like a self i, I think we're anthropomorphizing the tree a lot but for good reason i'm so glad you called her a she before and i you, the Elden ring is officially a she like totally to me absolutely um but yeah spectral rock that is my head we're, we're we're talking 80 percent over under on that one and that ties into that very strange later it appears this um these uh spectral pillars that appear throughout the the land you know those are very interesting too but uh but folks we have um wow (laughs) so we started at 11 it's almost fucking 1 p.m we've been riffing for two hours It's the biggest (laughs) longest podcast it's been so fucking rad hanging out with you both well
1: i had a great time thank you for having me on (laughs)
0: do we have any time for one last thing or are we we we, Uh, well actually let me i don't want to speak for katie do we have time katie
1: i do i thought i actually thought that we would be focusing more on the combat
0: oh well you know what (laughs) this is my tea frankly here's the thing we wanted to some we had two things we wanted to get you back so we wanted to get you on following having been recommended you i I just didn't want to be like oh thank you t for pointing out this really kindred person i'll speak to her in three months (laughs) when that particular scene is it's like no let's touch base we clearly you have a mind for the lord the law too and also everything around behind the scenes and there's that overall 360 degree miyazakian aspect to you but i would we would love to get you back for the combat stuff is that can we maybe riff about that like would you be down coming back
1: oh uh I, i'd be happy to come back um hey. when are you thinking this
0: would be? <laughs> well i've got my little schedule out there um if i can use my power of memory so we're at part two and then the the, the combat really t-, t the combat really hits around part six or seven of this breakdown right
2: yeah yeah i, I think so that's yeah. when we get some of the boss battle shots yeah. and and things like that
0: which which i quite like the idea of Katie coming back, like after a couple months of being, and she's like, "Oh, triumphantly returned." After, after me and Zozuba and you, and then we'll um, speak with uh, Zero Storm as well. Maybe get Law Hunter on. We'll dive into some lore, and then when the combat hits, it's like, you know what? We just put the signal out. We send our kind of lost Grace beam over to Casey, and then you come over and grace us again. Yeah, that would be really rad. I dig it. So every every time Katie's on the show, it's officially we're being graced by Katie. Is that cool, terminology wise, Tara? Is that cool? Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I I like that. Yeah. I I have
2: I have like one last uh, go. dare I say segment that I want to do before yes. we let Katie go. Yes. But even before that. I just, cause yeah, Katie, if, if you're interested, we'd love to have you back for some of those later episodes. We'd love to have you back post launch too, after you actually have a chance to get your hands on this game. I mean, you know, this podcast is kind of a living, breathing thing, but did you have any other thoughts just about this, this last shot in today's 15 second increment or just any other combat thoughts before we move to my special last segment?
1: i do want to talk about something um in regards to the combat i don't think anyone has really brought this up this is something that we have not seen since bloodborne and i'm seeing this in a lot of bosses and maybe even our horse i thought about that if our horse is its own sort of entity or is it just like some mechanical thing that we are driving mm-hmm. i see self-preservation
0: okay i can dig you see and
1: like you know how in bloodborne A boss, you know, a great example would be the uh, blood star feast, you know, it starts out in a certain way, the music sets the pace. And then when you get that boss, get that guy, that (laughs) poor guy with his face skin flapping around, you know, when you get get him down to a certain health, it's just completely different. It's not just self preservation, it's Dude, if I'm going down, you're coming with me.
3: <laughs> and we don't
1: really get that in other bosses, not even really in Sekiro. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm seeing that bit of um, realism in uh um key immersion in the very, very short, you know, half second or one second shots of the boss battles.
0: I can dig and that. It's very
1: it's just very exciting. I really want them to go back to that. I'm the, vibing uh,
0: that I'm vibing the advanced that advanced AI. Yeah. Yeah. Advanced AI, t- take it, and then I'll 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 riff on that too. Go for it. Yeah. I mean, I,
2: Katie. I mean, what what do you think about? I mean, if we're just we're just going into Katie Kate's combat here, like, what do you think about the aggressiveness that we're seeing in general from some of the bosses in this trailer? Because like you're you're talking oh about Bloodborne, and like this this lion or panther boss, like the even the fungal lord, like there's just this aggressiveness to yes. all of the bosses. There's monsters, there's that quick AI. You can just tell the RNG is gonna be wild with these boss battles, right? Like who knows what you're gonna be walking into with these.
1: I know, there's a word for that. It's visceral.
0: Ooh, mm, so yep. good.
1: Yeah, Uh-oh. we love that, we love that. And uh, you know, remember he talked about speed just now, how, you know, from Bloodborne and then Sekiro, Bloodborne's faster than Sekiro.
3: hmm yeah. the, the
1: fights in Bloodborne are faster. Yeah. More hectic. More more um, frenzied. Mm,
0: I can see that.
1: And I'd like to see more of that. Yeah. My
0: riff, my riff on, on on what we've seen from the uh I've called them rune bearers because they're bearers of the great rune, which is the shattered pieces of the um the Elden Ring. Uh I think. Frankly, um many arm many king is gonna be potentially the the guinichiro slash you know Sullivan where what we'll see is he'll be maybe this kind of key turning point, I think, where we eventually, like maybe ten hours in, we find out oh, we've built our way towards okay, the many arm king, his reputation precedes him, da-da-da, the six realms, and then finally we defeat him. And basically they just get more fucked up from there and huger and weirder and stranger. Mm-hmm. And like, we honestly, as you said, Katie, I actually really like that Katie was like, this is great. I love, you know, it's great to riff mind's eye cinema, but we all know as long as we're doing this with full, with full knowledge of the fact that we have no fucking clue. It's just fun. It's just mm-hmm. hanging out in the treehouse every week. You're just like, Oh yeah, I'm looking forward to return to the Jedi later in the year. <laughs> like I am, I I tend to kind of mind's eye cinema that, it isn't 2020 and (laughs) 2021 and we are back in the 80s where they we this is such a blessing did you know that okay alternate universe this is coming out in the 70s or whatever and you and uh, we're all fucking calling each other on dial-ups and we're fucking writing like an elden ring zine like you know, like (laughs) with fucking you know old school d and like you know if you look at the 1977 or whatever dragon sorry dungeons and dragons manual illustrations exactly Mm -hmm. it was all black Yeah, way. yeah. So uh, we're gonna get so many, so many illustrators on the show, and and I want to see so much cross collaboration, like them doing stuff for Tara, them doing stuff for you, Katie. Um, I think Master of Tangents is my name, right? Like that's it. That's <laughs> yeah. it has to be. So you're the interjector, uh, and then the the graced one, I guess. That's that's your. Nickname. Oh
3: my god. <laughs>
0: the gracing one, I can dig it. I I'm gonna say one more
2: thing, yeah. just to like bl- blow our minds collectively here. Go. Elden ring dlc shut the fuck up shut no
1: no no no, 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 no. I, gotta, I gotta i gotta i gotta put my foot down on that now come on you now. mean put your You're, foot down I mean it
0: hurts put your foot slow, down doesn't it on the pedal yeah you are
1: so you guys are so familiar with miyazaki and the way he works his mentality i'm sure you know that ds1 it came out when he really didn't want it to because Los Isolas is not oh, yes. finished. And he swore that he would never let that happen again. And guess what? It happened every time. That's why we have DLCs, because the game is not finished. Mm-hmm. I would love for him to be able to okay. have it for himself. I mean, I'm an artist as well. I paint. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it would be amazing for him i'd be happy for him he's Mm -hmm. the one that made my you know our world he if he could just have this have just put this game out and it's done
0: it's done i agree with you katie i think you know um Uh, Yeah, he's earned that, certainly, that bandwidth of space to be able to take his time, and I think if he was going to do it with any project historically, uh, this is the time, because it is now accepted culturally that Elden Ring will take whatever time it did. I'm genuine, like, when we get Lorena on, uh, who freaked the fuck out when she saw, especially the release date, which many people were not anticipating, it it won the whole month of E3, absolutely, this this game. But anyway, um, I agree. And yet, all I'm going to say, Katie, is um, appendices, right? Oh, Tara,
3: oh, baby, you go?
0: honey, sweetie pie, where'd you go? Uh, he he can jump back on though. I can I can send him the link. But um, maybe there was things. Some people have jumped off. We did the Last of Us podcast where the director of this short film I was interviewing, uh, he just pieced out. He just had he had stuff to do. I don't I don't know if he felt like jumping in to apologize for jumping out was like I was like. You don't have to worry about it. It's fine. No, oh, whole... it's
1: not because I said I don't want a DLC. <laughs> I, f-
0: I think I think you did upset him quite a bit, actually. So oh no. You, you might, I'm kidding. You might have to reach out to apologize. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, but actually, well, I wonder I do want to ask what time is it over there?
1: It is
0: twenty hundred. Twenty hundred? Okay, cool, mm-hmm. cool, cool. You know what, T, I am emailing you now. He's pretty quick on his emails. So I'll just do some narration. Oh, God, I'm so old. Come on, you can do this. Believe in yourself. All right. I'm just going to go subject matter exclamation point. But just in case we don't have him, I will start naturally kind of organically tailing things off until he, unless he comes in like a surprise third phase. Look at me using combat terminology. I'm one of you. Deep down, I just need time, (laughs) Katie. Give me time. And I will be the next. Well, I will never be the you're the only one and only Katie Cakes, but I could I could give it a go. I could I could really
1: Of course you can. You just need you. to find your groove.
0: Thank you, you very much. You just
1: gotta really want it, you know. I,
0: fucking A. And and see, I've I've made a covenant really with 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 T um where you know I've, I've never you know, said something like that on like where I'm going to do it but I actually am like I will I'll do a super cut of all the moments where I said I would and that will in like Eldering podcast episode 50 I'll be like motherfucker what did I what did I say and it's like me selfie with like the credits running in the background like fuck you fucking <laughs> exactly so um we may potentially have lost Tara that's fine um he does have another link to join for whatever reason so I oh will do- is
1: that why he had to go that's oh. okay
0: but I will do my due and do one of these a gigantic hug to you Katie thank you thank you so oh, much Brad <laughs> vibes all around so what's on for the rest of the day for you
1: uh I gotta go back to work okay. I, have, I have uh I have uh half a day's work left because I took the okay. half day off but I'm working from home today
0: so you actually took time for us to be on the show from work yeah oh that's I did lovely. well then see I already even not knowing that I was like the shouts but I'm going to send some more like that's hey that's work that's time out of your day so and the mask is on its way make sure to just send me a p.o box of some kind okay
1: I will of course it's I still can't
0: believe. it. It's gonna be great. You'll love it. I'll, I'll bring it up a bit closer now. So there you go. It's 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 very very That's rare. That's
1: amazing. Did, very did, nicely. Did they detailed. get it on Etsy or something? Did no, it it was it?
0: actually handed out uh, at the events for Sekiro with the oh. corrupted monks. So very rare. Oh. And uh, but it's it's in my heart. I, I just know that it's and it's not even a thing of like, oh hey person to make them like to overcome it, say pedestalize or whatever. It's just like no, that it just like you're the Sekiro like. You, you put in the hours for that. And that'll be rad for your stream to be like, hey, came back from the Elden Ring podcast with this old thing. Oh
1: yeah, of course. Believe me, I'll be all over that. And-
0: fun, fun, fun. Yeah. Okay. People have well- been
1: very excited about this podcast.
0: Oh, really? I'm sorry. Have you ever I- done a podcast before, by the way?
1: Not really. Um, I've done um, like my own chill non-gaming streams, just chit-chat streams. So it's okay. kind of the same, kind mm-hmm. of.
0: It's basically, yeah, we, I would say to pie chart it, we stayed on mostly thanks to me. This is, we're in post-show now, I suppose. Uh, I do love my tangents and it is important for me to be able to feel that 360 freedom because a lot of YouTubers, they really try to hem in on one thing and I think it gets a bit Wrote and Mm. and tasteless because you've chewed that one piece way too much so I Mm. love tangents I love going into like film and myth and all these things Mm. and so um so when we get you back for I think I'm actually gonna straight up just uh give you the title of it which is if I just go to the Elden Ring uh podcast here Mm-hmm. on the little uh, episode preview thing which i i put that out very quickly as soon as the trailer came out Okay, right, so for you so this is part two ye, de- ye dead who yet live which is like mm-hmm. which is great because you know sekiro shadows die twice ye dead who yet live yeah. and i think it kind of i love nomenclature and so that's why i'm really glad to have you but i think you are going to join us again for um guided by grace part nine which is the 14th of august and because you're gracing ah. us again with your amazing, like a, the golden, I like, can dig the hair and the, and the, and the cool, so the Valkyrie thing, so you crafted it yourself, by the way.
1: No, That's... no, 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 oh, no, Okay, okay. Big okay. shout out to um, the, uh, this artist on Etsy, um, Ido Latre,
0: mm-hmm. if I
1: said it right. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, they made this. It's, it's beautiful.
0: Sorry. I will make that. It's, um, oh, beautiful. Gorgeous. It's
1: completely, completely handmade. This is, wow. uh it's a got a, a poly poly, poly polyuthrine, is yeah. that how you say it? Polyuthrine well, um, okay. cover. Yeah, poly- polyurethane covering to harden it. But they carved all this. Oh, it looks show.
0: gorgeous. I'm noticing it. Yeah, as I mentioned, both my um, uh, sisters are well into the craftsmanship. It's so detailed. And I hope I'll, I'll put their link so that they get a few hits just from, uh, you know, you uh, mentioning them in the description. I would love for them to do a, a tarnished one, you know. Oh, my I... God. Guess who's just come back to, to say a goodbye? Oh, my. Hey oh. Tara, how
1: are you? Oh hi Tara, I'm. I was so worried that <laughs> I might have upset you when I said I don't want to DLC. No
2: guys, I'm so sorry. I, I've I've had my fingers crossed the whole time. There's a huge thunderstorm here. Oh, I was like, God. I hope it doesn't knock out the internet. I hope it doesn't knock out the internet. Okay, and then it did. That's so okay. Dude,
1: your your key willpower broke through. Yes,
0: the thunderstorm. Absolutely. Yes,
2: the greater will. I was guided by the grace and the yeah. greater will. <laughs> Terrible internet connection. Katie
0: back. sent sent her uh, tree waves and you you, you followed it and you came back. Uh, I was just hoping you guys were still here when I got back. Of course, oh, of yeah. course. Tailing things off, but uh, I want to say, you're... so uh, I, now I have to ask. So you mentioned this thing of key. I love it. So power donations is, you know, with the super chats, but give us a bit more of the terminology for to so this, the key aspect. I love that. Get, go oh into it. It's God. really nice.
1: It's yeah. because I'm a friend of and a really big fan of um, the Tyrannicon channel. Um, they're known unfortunately they're best known for their sekiro guru videos um but that's actually not the gem of the channel There's such such good let's play. He, he's like the king of let's playing and role playing i nice. emulate him a lot like all of his sayings those sound effects because i put him on all the time like when i've been working from home whenever i do work from home which is all the time like yeah, I'm always bringing my work home I have the tv on and it's always one of his playlists and it's just hammered into me I can't they will never leave me Aww. so all those weird sound effects like you know sounding like I'm you know six at all this <laughs> you know that's a, that's yeah. just, this is completely you know due to him it's my homage
0: yeah oh beautiful and well he's
1: a, he's a really good friend he's talking oh, that's a lot
0: rad. About i'm crazy. so glad that like the co-inspiration and then it's like hey i and then now you you become peers and i think i'm vibing like that you know i feel like we're we, gonna
1: be we're gonna be working together
0: oh to that's right that excellent yeah. yeah we're gonna play
1: we're gonna do actually this is i got this because i wanted to do an Elden Ring. Discussion stream with him while we play a Souls game, um, going between role playing and discussing. And this was before the trailer dropped. This way before the trailer dropped. Right. And I, I ordered this. um,
0: And uh, and why are you debuting it with us? Oh my god, we're so honored. That's that's wonderful. (laughs) Well,
1: I just well, I sort of just guessed that. maybe this would kind of work for Elden Ring. And even if it doesn't, it looks cool, you know? I and know. I should have gotten a red wig, but
0: whatever. <laughs> I think maybe for that Yeah, that, was, that, was, what we, that, was,
1: that was the reason why I have this thing even.
0: That's cool. And to make sure you get the right depth of red, I think you need to dye it twice, okay? Okay, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Tara, we've reached the point where it's the, the pun of no return, buddy. So <laughs> how, are you, how are you hanging? Are, are you still alive after? That was pretty bad. Yeah, no, fun. I'm, I'm, uh,
2: I'm, I'm good. I'm here. That's good. Uh, my power's back. Mm-hmm. Everything's good.
0: Okay, okay. We have okay. The power of
2: editing. We have the magic of editing. If, if, if you we do. feel inclined to use that,
0: I will point. be using it. I will. I will. And, and another thing, I just want to, uh, as we, as we tail off past the amazing two-hour mark, I love it. I could just speak with you both all day i feel like i i think t-, t and i we we already sensed it from the emails and the messages i think we made a really kindred friend today like rad like shout out to you katie for sure oh do
2: <laughs> I, I do i get to you. do my one last thing though you do get yes, to do yeah please, please, go, please. go for it okay okay so i do have one other thing one last matter of business for katie while we have oh, her yes. here and oh. before we sign off i want to pretend like we're doing a talk radio show like imagine this is sports radio and this is a fan favorite segment and albert is about to press a button in the studio that plays a signature jingle that makes all of our <laughs> listeners perk up stop what they're doing if if they're doing laundry they're suddenly spilling their detergent if they're driving oh, no. in their car they're recklessly pulling over onto the shoulder and cranking up the volume you get the idea
3: okay.
2: um katie well- because you're such an awesome guest, because we you have so much souls born experience and knowledge swirling around in your head. I want to ask you a series of rapid fire, quick hit Q and A's. How does that sound? Oh my this God,
0: Jesus. is okay. the okay. rapid fire, quick Q and A Aeropop. Go for it, segment
2: I, go. I promise these are relatively simple Q and A's. Most of them are total softballs. I encourage you to not overthink, just offer the first, knee-jerk response that comes to mind. No right or wrong answer, purely fun. And we're much more interested in your unique opinion versus some kind of objective statement. Does that sound good?
3: Sure. <laughs> okay.
2: Albert, with your lovely voice, can you give me like a little scat, a little jingle, a little radio transition sound effect
0: for all the listeners out there? Okay, tarnished, young and old, across the lands between, we now enter Terrapop's amazing segment of Rapid Fire Questioning. Here we go with Katie. Katie Cakes, you're up, let's go. Katie, what is the single hardest boss in Sekiro? Hero?
1: Basement dad.
2: Basement dad. Good call. Okay. What is your favorite combat art in Sekiro? It's
1: it it's uh what it I don't know I don't want to I'm just it's Sakura dance. Okay. I just I just don't want to you know some people don't know about it. <laughs> yeah, Sakura dance. Okay. Okay. Trying to be kind. <laughs>
2: I think I already know the answer to this one, but what is your favorite prosthetic tool in Sekiro?
4: Miss Draven. Oh
2: my God. What is your favorite ending in Sekiro? Return. Katie, what is your favorite boss in the Dark Souls trilogy? Gail. Hell yeah. Katie you strike me as someone who likely has a great appreciation for fashion souls so in the five souls games that allow for custom for character customization do you have any favorite get-ups any go-to outfits
1: oh my god I really like looking cohesive my guys uh, my guys are a royalty <laughs> I pretend they're royalty I like uh Ornstein set that's one of my favorites it's a good standby
2: can't go wrong with that what is your favorite melee weapon in bloodborne the chicago what is your
0: favorite firearm in bloodborne
1: the evelyn with bone right. marrow ash with Somehow. some of these
0: are coming out of the damn holster i'm loving it whoa <laughs> one more
2: time katie what was that you clarified your answer or maybe the evelyn
1: it. but with bone marrow ash
2: Oh, so yeah, you're not messing around. Okay. No. All right. So we're going to get a little juicy, a little controversial with this next one. Katie, is Bloodborne an easier or more difficult game than its reputation suggests?
1: It's more difficult if you include the, the DLC. Why, if it's just the main game, then because the DLC was designed for New Game Plus, mm.
2: good so,
1: answer. One second, I'm, I'm, no worries,
0: I can dig it, buddy. That was amazing. So, she's doing a, you got a dash? That's cool, easy peasy. Um, T, amazing segment idea, buddy. Fucking rad, I can dig it.
1: Oh, good. Sorry, yep, okay.
2: you have more? Yep, have yep, more? yep. Oh, uh. The, oh, I I had one more, but if you have to jump off, Katie, it's fine.
1: No, 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 it's fine. Please continue, I love this, it's fun.
2: (laughs) Okay, back on track. Katie, this is a slightly more complicated question. Albert and I have previously discussed this common problem. We kind of veered into this territory earlier in the podcast. I, I suppose you could call it a problem. And that is because from software's Soulsborne games are truly in a class of their own it can be hard for seasoned souls gamers to find enjoyment in other popular games out there today. Right? Like Miyazaki basically ruins yeah. all other video games for us to some extent. So because Katie, you've logged so many hours into Soulsborn games, what is it about non souls games that you're still able to enjoy? Like, are there key elements of combat or art direction or level design that resonate with you and that you look for in the other games you play?
1: Uh, it's, um, being able to resonate with the character you're playing and also level design. Those are really important to me. And pretty much only Japanese developers can do that for me.
2: Well, (laughs) and my, my last question was, will you come back on the Elden Ring podcast? But I think we've already answered that.
1: Oh, of course.
2: Right.
1: Unless you change your mind.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No. Well, you're part of That's the family it, now
2: today's rapid fire q a with the one and only one and only katie cakes albert um i'm turning it back
0: over to you but can you first treat us to another transition jingle and that was terra pops one and only rapid fire across the lands between segments welcome back tarnished from that incredibly enjoyable segment now i want to just i want to like, i mean i've, I've iterated a lot of things I've, I've mentioned that katie is now fucking hashtag pot boy nation fucking hashtag Elden ring podcast you're one of us right now but i think we need to start thinking of this as like us collecting arms and now we have katie's just another arm that's been added to our, to our <laughs> don't you think come on am i right yeah i, I dig it i can dig I it. i like that too it's- Look at the vibes. The vibes are rad. But I think the one I'm going to stick with is, yeah, you've graced us. Thank you so much. We cannot wait for you to grace us again. When you were away, Tara, we actually covered off And when she is coming back. Guess what? Very easy to remember. This episode, obviously, it's a ye dead who yet live, which is a great, I just realized, a riff on, you know, Shadows Die Twice, which is like Katie's main thing, Sekiro. Like, I love oh. that. That's her episode. Is named that. She's coming back in August for uh, uh, Guided by Grace. Duh, because she's gracing us. Fuckin' A. They right
1: so said it was august 14th right yes i will send
0: you okay. i will send you details yes and katie Thanks. we'll
2: have to have you back like post-launch for just a big download session just oh, yeah. to pick your oh, brain yeah, combat and your initial
0: impressions and all that fun stuff uh if you listeners don't get katie up to at least 8k subs by august fucking i'm subscribed now I don't want to know you, <laughs> right? I you need to satisfy my OCD. Eight, the eternal month, August. <laughs> you must show your eternal love. Fucking do it. Um. Yeah. So no, but like, and yeah, just just giant hugs to everyone. Now, <laughs> Katie,
2: can you remind everybody just like the best ways to find you and all your platforms and things like that?
1: Oh, it's super easy to remember. The best way to get hold of me is just uh, I'll. On, on youtube you comment yeah. on a video i'll always respond um but if you want live chit chat just hit me up on discord the yeah. server link is right there on the banner page and also on pretty much every video
0: mm. yeah that's it all of the links will be in the description and i'm just gonna put it right now youtube.com forward slash katie cakes well done on grabbing it fuck yeah awesome <laughs> TerraPop, you buffin, making it all about all of us asking me questions throwing it to me throwing it to- now you're getting some love Buddy, keep up your amazing fucking work over on Teripop. Uh I'm so so hyped for both of you to just this rapid ascent, which, in every way, I do and I I iterate it because it's important. Like signal boosting both of you, getting you to where up into those fucking Erd tree branches of fucking. I want you in that golden zone of Devati videos. I just I just wanted it to. It's no, it's not even wanting. It's I'm manifesting. It, it's gonna happen. So
1: high um, enough where you can pet a Brachiosaurus.
0: Boom. that's right so i'm gonna just yeah youtube.com forward slash terapop correct
2: yeah that's correct forward slash uh, c for channel forward slash terapop uh twitter is uh terapop tweets uh, those oh, are the best two sorry
0: places. i have to sorry Honey, T T T puppy, baby. You don't have to add the C. It's all good. YouTube.com forward slash terrapop That's all you need, buddy. You don't you don't have to add the C We fly. still do
1: the C. We still do the no, C. Oh,
0: you don't. Oh, that's great. Unless <laughs> I'm, old I'm school. no, yeah. Oh yeah, cause yeah. Okay, I can dig that. But for the rest I mean it's,
2: it's- technically the URL, right? Like if
0: it's actually what YouTube says that it is, so I'm
2: I'm just being uh, specific.
0: Uh, technically, if you go Albert Kessler, it comes up the Tweety Gamer. I can never fucking get rid of that metadata. Uh oh, but anyway it is yeah, Albuquerque official for me. But you're already you're already on this main one over on the Elden Ring. Uh Katie, can you send some of your amazing people our way so we can fucking claim uh the Elden Ring podcast URL? Oh, yeah, just,
1: yeah, I think we're up course. to like
0: fifty-two followers or something. No, actually fifty-two people on the Elden yeah, Ring. Yeah, of course. Account. They they're
1: they're definitely gonna yeah.
0: Excellent. They're
1: they're gonna love this the stuff that's on there and coming up. By well, the way, Terra Pop, I really like your logo. Yeah, did you do right. that yourself?
2: I did. Yeah. Thank you.
1: Oh, it's, it's great. I love yeah. the Terra is and... uh,
2: Terra is Latin for Earth. Mm-hmm. I know Albert likes etymology and and language. And uh, Terra is Latin for uh, grounded Earth and and Italian for land. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I'm Italian. And uh allora,
0: si bilingual Italiano. Sono anch'io io italiano. <laughs> Possiamo parlare, cacchierare well, I'm Italian American. I guess i okay. will Well, specify. now you're in the. You're, we're <laughs> gonna fucking do some Italian lessons, dude. We're gonna watch some Sopranos together. It's gonna be. Great.
1: I know some. I know some Italian. Mario. Oh. Mario. <laughs> Mario. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> I'm, I, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> I'm. Uh,
2: right. I'm not fluent like Albert, but oh. uh, yeah, okay. I am first generation, though.
4: I was the right. first of.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So that's. Uh,
0: you know I'm diving that man that's rad okay cool well i am love that we've managed a little ethnic years. dive there that was i love the ethnic dives <laughs> i love the everything dives i was again when you were managing the storm when you sort of you sort of coalesced it back into sort of uh you can actually um yeah i'm so glad that that you were able to jump on because we had i'm so glad that fucking uh rapid fire we were able to do that so rad uh yeah i'm glad we were just able to add all these different little segments the rapid fire and all this fucking why the fuck i was saying yeah omnidirectional why the fuck not don't be again a little me this is like i'm auntie albert or nana albert just giving you life advice i guess it's just please like do not worry about algorithms um i'm gonna give my cautionary tale fuck it uh i i uh, did some reactions back in the day it's katie i'm just gonna Mm -hmm. let you know it's why i have thirty nine thousand subscribers i did okay I would say about 20 reactions and basically a love and light to them i love hindi cinema but it was some hindi films and we just got fucking annihilated by like amazing hindi people who just all they wanted to see was like reaction channels for like hindi movies from 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 my fiance and i and i very similar to you i had that moment just like you with facebook i was like no 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 no, no. it's just not me and i i like i i dipped my toe but now unlike tara and katie if i would have just Auto, your autofill right now, Katie, is secure. Boom, they, that's that. For you, Tara, it's, oh, you know, essays, uh, Elden Ring. For me, it's fucking KGF reaction, which is this, look, I even enjoyed the film, but it's, you know, and I was having it rubbed in my goddamn face. And so what I'm loving is that I am putting these feelers out and you guys are part of my, talking about reclaiming grace and reclaiming like my place you know actually finding my um finding my name again but in the process having that 39k it's data it's figures and that shit can go into descriptions it can go into signal boosting the fuck out of people who i resonate with and i love and appreciate like you guys so i'm gonna do my every everything everything i can with the twitter daily countdowns um uh, katie are you okay with me tagging you uh just in the um because I do the Elden Ring daily countdown and I'm just I'm just sending people
1: No, I'm fine with that. I just I I uh yeah. Just making I'm sure not and a that's problem. hyperlinking
0: to your Patreon too. So with every time people go into the comments on each of those daily countdown on a daily basis people are seeing at least one or two three people. Maybe we'll get some more. Hopefully by the time you're back, fucking Elden Ring countdown will be in 200 300 people. Your fucking thing 8k subs, T 8k subs manifesting it all for you fucking this was good
1: really you're, you're was very kind for enough. you know considering this for both um Tara and myself I never it's not really ever uh-huh. been on my mind
0: <laughs> it was the only way it could ever have gone because because it is how it went that's what my fiance says it's like you're stating something very obvious in a very philosophical way but it's just I'm very very glad uh whatever the the guiding grace or whatever it is, put you guys in my path. Love and light to you both. Make sure to have a really good rest of the day, okay?
1: You too. Thank you. <laughs> All right, cheers
0: guys. Take Big care. hugs. Take it easy. Boy.
4: <laughs> put the music a bit lower and then have the sound effects louder. I just really want them clicking. Oh my goodness. 3000 bits. What the freak? Albert Chesso What the hell? Thank you, Andy, for being who you are, and doing what you do, Andy. Sending good vibes from the Elder Ring podcast here in Australia. Whoa. Elder Ring podcast. That's awesome. Thank you for your 3000 bits. God dang. And thank you for your six months of support. Very nice of you. Freak. Hello. Okay hi how are you hello
1: hi i'm fine thank you how are you very you good very me. good
0: how are the dogs just wanted to ask
1: i only have one dog it's, oh
0: one dog okay cool
1: it's aries oh well hang on um i to start video camera
0: oh I yeah look another. at you i don't even didn't even have to mention this is that's how i know i'm speaking with a streamer <laughs> there you go you are, you are the first tarnished streamer to join the podcast how about that i am yes oh, you wow. are wow mm-hmm so Tara and I we're still part of the old world but we are all speaking of dogs we are all dogs learning new tricks so
1: fantastic
0: thank you thank you Um,
1: I'm a little bit bit concerned I don't think the video is showing
0: oh it's not showing yet but I believe in you in the bottom left there should be a start video button and we are all cheering for you spiritually
1: (laughs) thank you that's Uh... all good
0: also well done on Secure this morning holy shit
1: oh thank you
0: yeah nailing it i,
1: I really appreciate you uh popping in Boom. that key point o-
0: always got to do so... it with them um, always got to do it with chats it's like don't show up without chats that's my thing it's I, yeah. I like watching along, watching along is fine, but you work so hard and you do amazing things. And I like to energetically take on the debt of a lot of people who just for whatever reason, it's just implanted in people not to, it's like a, it's like a self bungee cord that people do. And I kind of want to just sort of be this, uh, like, uh, unfetteredness elemental like just just do it like fucking da, 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 and just send you know <laughs> we should really we should be less um scarce i think energetically um uh, you know i think
1: absolutely hmm. absolutely I'm
0: fine. it's not
1: it's not working it is it's not
0: just... and you know what it's okay because you have your amazing setup over by you and frankly, you're um, going to be basically streaming to yourself with your cameras and everything. You can just add this call, I'm assuming, as just a source of OBN. Yeah, OBS? I can.
1: Yeah, I can do that. I just didn't know if it if it's a problem. It should um, be fine.
0: But like, yeah. Um, also, because being someone who is exploring settings and stuff now, like, don't mess with what you've got. Like, I wouldn't want you to stress about that at all. Because I know it's it's a thing of wanting to fine tune it perfectly, and you want to you don't want to mess around with it. But you know,
1: um, I'm gonna I'm gonna test record this. Okay. Because I can I can I absolutely can see you. It okay. Works. So
0: you can see me. Well, then that's good. Because guess what? I am just gonna drop this here for you. You can do a close your eyes then open them if you want. Do you want to do that? Okay. Yeah. Close your eyes.
1: What are you gonna do? Are
0: you closing your eyes? Yeah. Okay. I, because... I can't see if you are okay now you can open them
1: what do
0: you got okay well why is it not sh- oh wow so just oh my a-
1: god i see it i see it yeah
0: excellent and so now you, you know what that is obviously right yes i've been looking when did you f- get that exactly well so i take it from when you said that and how you said that that you don't have one you don't have a corrupted monk mask correct I do not, no. Well, you actually got that last sentence wrong because now you do. That's yours now. Oh
1: my god, are you serious? Why would you do that?
0: Fucking real. I mean you're the secure like um waving that flag and I it's it she belongs with you, believe me. Okay.
1: What what happens if because uh, this is not like what's happening? I'm sorry. Like, oh, that's okay. I, if, I did it's, not. I did it's not totally fine. My main to... concern
0: number one is if your streamer like people are like you. I don't know if you're like live now. And no, no, that... no.
1: I'm not streaming live. I'm just oh, recording this. Oh,
0: excellent, yeah. excellent. Okay, cool. In in which case we would probably want to get you. Yeah, get you on video. Um, if you weren't gonna stream the episode to your channel, that's totally fine. Um, and then we'll just. We'll just do the recording. However, that is a bit strange about the, um, uh, I, I think it's because you're trying to get all of your really amazing uh, camera setup going through Zoom. If you want, I can jump off and then call you again just to kind of try that.
1: Oh, dude. Okay, we can try that. It's mm-hmm. just like, it just says that this just fails to start video camera. Please select another video camera and settings. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. That's crazy. This, it's, it's not a problem that... Like, I can get around that. But the problem is when I tell uh, the Streamlabs to um, capture the meeting window, Mm -hmm. it just doesn't want to show you. (laughs) Like, it just won't record you. I think what I can do, um, just to get around this whole thing, what happens if I just hit record?
0: If you seriously just hit record um, and like it's, a, it's about whether or not, I, I suppose I should answer your question first. If you just jumped out of Streamlabs and stuff and like we restarted Zoom and then you just added, you know, in Zoom preferences, you just add as video source your main web camera, then you're good to go and I can see you and we will just record straight to Zoom. Um, that might also be what might be holding up uh, Streamlabs. It, like, it, it needs to pick up on something that's already in progress. So, if you want, you can close down Streamlabs, open Zoom first. We'll just jump on the Zoom call. Oh, wait. I just saw something move. That was, it that was interesting. It's,
3: it's just,
1: all good. Uh, it's, it's,
0: Don't stress. Oh, my God. Out. Remember, just, I mean,
1: hey, hey, whoa, yay, it works. okay
0: oh the skills the work ethic I'm serious thank you teacher I can dig it oh hi Dougie hello and hello a gentleman in the background you are awesome I'm sending you good vibes look at this guy okay I'm just sending him on behalf of all the listeners like all the tarnished love to that man
1: he's he's just uh he's my neighbor um I'm gonna what am I gonna do hang on um, I'm going to turn on Streamlabs again. Hang on.
0: That's all good. Hi. Oh, yeah. We've got Tara joining us now. How are you, Tara? How are things, Bud D? How are things? Albert, what's D? up? Good to speak Hello. with you. Man. How are you?
2: I'm doing well. Is that Katie?
1: Yes. yes hi. Yeah. Hi, Katie. <laughs> I'm, hi. Really happy to see you. Well, I can't um, see you. I just, I just see. Terra pop.
0: Terra pop. That's cool. Um, I have to obviously say, I, I'm. And I, I know you know this, but since he's here and you're here, Terra was like, "Get Katie on," and so then I put the feelers out. You know, that's it. And so this is the guy. Thank you, Terra. Um, Terra, we're actually not recording yet, so you can. You know how you mentioned you wanted to jump off just to sort of say a visual hello, if you wanted to. Otherwise, we can speak later. It's all good. Just so Katie can see her benefactor in face to face. Thank up- you so
1: much for recommending me for it's, this. Uh yeah. Um oh
0: yeah I, absolutely give me
2: one second here just as I'm getting getting settled. Sorry, I was like a running great. a minute behind.
1: I am yeah. trying really hard to a uh, where hmm, I'm trying to find where Zoom labs which is Zoom, Zoom not Zoom labs, Zoom would be in my programs. See like, Tara, I, I, I'm actually
0: I, channeling uh Katie's like inquisitive figuring out the solution mind right now i actually need to absorb <laughs> some of that energy from her like a power up because i i spent a bit of time on streamlabs today and my furrow my my it deepened like up to my forehead i was like eee. so but i have yeah. Uh, yeah mad props for people who have figured it out set everything up um that's why i've been so emphatic with the uh, the super chats i'm like it's working i'm so glad i'm so happy for you you know that's so rad and uh, I kind of want to get everything set up um, for yourself. Hey, what's it. up? Good to see you, man. Mountain so dude. You did,
1: you oh, did manage even. to get it to work then.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, dude, Um, by the way, now that like all three of us are like human beings on a piece of technology now, uh, dude, it's first time actually me seeing Terra. So you're looking rad, dude. Can you guys both stop looking better than me? This kind of sucks. Like, it's just the attractiveness is too much from both of you. Please. Come on. <laughs> you know, I do like katie just since
2: this is our first time speaking to everything i do online is just off camera yeah um i don't know i like the anonymity and there's just a lot of camera forward kind of cringy content creators out there and i just wanted to do something different
0: oh but, yeah uh, My, michael samuels uh, i'll just say it yeah. you know vati video like he doesn't do cameraman like and he's the he's on the top of his game so you don't actually need cameraman
2: you can uh, you can think of me as uh, the wet nurse during the podcast. You might not be able to, during nightmare phase, you might not be able to see me, but you know okay. I'm
0: there. I'll just call you Erden. Well, I'll, I'll use Sophie from, from Sinclair. Erden. <laughs> I fucking love Sophie. I, love, I loved having them on for Legacy of Kane. That was rad. Um, it'll be nice. They're so busy. Everyone's so busy. And that's why I want to reiterate, do a round table of gratitude. Uh, Katie, thank you for making the time today
1: no worries same goes for you we're all
0: busy fun, 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 um i'll just mention uh tara this has been the there you go right there <laughs> um so this one's actually i going can't believe to, you that yeah no this is going to katie so she has to start getting used to like her having it so i've, I've been looking for someone someone sent this to me on reddit they were just really grateful for my little super early on in the Miyazaki cycle speculation about the elder ape as what I was calling it at the time now we know it's called the guardian ape Um, and I just did a gigantic lore video just me talking and and just speculating and riffing about like real world examples of this kind of folklore and stuff and someone was like I love you take how here you go and I'm like okay so they just sent that and but you know but Sekiro that that's look at katie like waving the flag like carrying that torch so it's like it belongs with you so but take good care of it yes
1: i um, will do yes thank you so much Why do you, but you honestly you should keep it it's your
0: it's, it's, cool. it's, it's, it's cool. it's your
1: efforts yeah, really
0: you're part of family part of the family and then the implication is and because i'm italian is that so it's like here you go and same with tara i'm i'm figuring it out Tara. i've got i've got some books here I don't know, man, what's going to call to me to eventually send you. I do this thing just like my fiance. We do this thing where we just we find things for people that we don't particularly have an event in mind. But then we're like, at some point, it will feel right to give this thing to that person. And then when this came to me, the, the mask, and then, you know, you've been so kind in like getting your cool Valkyrie stuff together for us. I'm like, OK, that's just it just it just works. So no, it belongs with you. So skills
2: skills well shall we start and pretend like we've never spoken
0: yeah shall Shall we just be like for the first
2: time who the fuck yeah
0: um but but now farewell to Terra the human being hello Terra the invisible yeah there you go urden urden Terra. here we go
1: oh i Um, says i have to ask permission to record
0: oh really okay cool um i'm looking at anything you need i'm happy to click click through
1: what do you Aww. do? Please ask the host to give you permission to record. You should
0: be fine because I'm actually recording already on now. I am. Um on uh on, on Zoom. So what are your stress levels, Katie, in terms of
1: I'm I'm your... not that stressed. I'm okay, just cool. uh I'm just really uh I'm I'm a little bit stressed. I don't want to waste your time.
0: No, you no. no, you see You're you said you got me with the immediately the Australian. No because that's how you say no yeah, in australia
1: it says you're recording yeah please ask her how do i ask you to... you don't have
0: to i mean first of all is that like a pop-up that you can't just like because sometimes what i might do i, I could just, albert um, could you just like zip in Dropbox or
2: something the recording file to katie if she wants it
0: yeah absolutely After the fact should be totally fine, yeah, for you to kind of repost your channel. And then Katie. maybe Katie doesn't have to worry about it. Yeah, don't stress.
3: it. Is that what, what I you were trying
0: to do, Katie? You were trying to get a copy for yourself, basically?
1: Yeah, pretty
3: yeah. much.
0: Don't even worry. I'll send you the full thing, and uh, it'll be a good time. Yeah, okay. Great time. Okay. okay, so quick little technology check. So currently, I am on Zoom recording. Rad. I'm getting all three of you, all, all two, <laughs> both of your lovely, beautiful faces uh katie you are just chilling you are just on zoom no stream lab whatever you're just chilling right yeah yeah. excellent and now guess what this is interesting i'm actually glad because welcome to the old world katie no streaming for you (laughs) young young person now that's cool i am and you but you are my official streaming mentor so when i am gonna eventually figure out stream labs i'll just be like katie without without spamming you i'll be like can you help
1: Uh, i guess of course i will
0: totally yeah, and tara awesome. are you looking at getting into streaming much uh i don't know maybe maybe not we'll voice see. only literally just Avati. vadi does not fucking he just he was chilling on um leading into sgf just on twitch voice only man like you got a good voice dude come on come
1: you on, do man. have a good voice i'm gonna be right back i have to that's move cool. this thing it's really distracting
0: now we scared her off already that's it <laughs> oh katie that's rad i'm very very glad that you recommended her man i dig it yeah it'll be it'll be good today we'll have fun she's got she's got good vibes Uh, i'm gonna stick a lot of this in the post show so i'm actually gonna try and do one of those whatever intro things because i've kind of not done that but i'll i'll do one of those i guess
2: oh you mean like start of the podcast like official like hello i'm i mean is that what you mean
0: yeah but not in a heightened way i'll just I'll just be like, "Hi, everyone," you know, like that. Yeah, yeah. Do you see my lame little That's shirt a... that I designed?
3: Yeah.
0: All right. I did see that. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Um. Okay. So we have Anor Londo represent there. Oh. Uh, Tara's doing this thing because Tara's implicitly just Miyazaki and off the back. All right. And then I yeah. have my. I picked this up from um, Redbubble. It's actually a uh, Wolnir shirt. Hi, Lord Wolnir, right there.
1: That's awesome. Oh, nice. Redbubble yeah, yeah. has really good quality merch.
0: It really does. So, shout out to them for sure. Okay. Well, have a good show, everybody. Great sure show.
2: terrible boss fight.
0: Yeah. Oh, my God. Totally. Radio. Hello, everyone. Right. Yeah. Right. Good vibes. Hi.
4: deeply honored to be given the opportunity to share this next game. It comes from one of our industry's most acclaimed developers and a previous Game of the Year winner at the Game Awards. I want to personally Mm, thank this developer for believing in my vision of Summer Game Fest as a new way to bring all of us together for a cross-industry showcase and kick off the summer in the right way. (sighs) So, without further ado, please sit back and enjoy this truly spectacular world premiere. It is finally time.
3: Huh. Yes! Yes!
2: Yes! That's good. yes. Wow, wow. He got it. He did it. You did it, Jeff.
1: The tarnished will soon return, guided by grace once lost. The golden order is broken to its core.
2: I'm fucking shaking right now. Yes, look at that. Little open world souls, baby. Mount up, bro. (laughs) Dude. Here's what we saw in that leak stuff, too. Foul tarnished. In search of the Elden Ring. Emboldened by the flame.
4: Oh wait. Really? Oh my god. <laughs> they will fight. And they will die. In an that was crazy. That horse vertically jumped. That was crazy, y'all. Oh man.
2: The- Do you know what that looked like? Oh, have you have you played the Bloodborne DLC?
4: Well, um, no, but that looked like Lady Maria. I'm like, no.
0: Lowly um, tarnished. Playing as a name? lord. Lawrence. <laughs> Lawrence? Yes. Come on, Dean.
4: God, this looks so lit.
2: This looks so insane. Are they gonna give us a release date too? That would be crazy if they did.
4: Remember, uh, Bandai Namco is part of E3, so they might hold it to their own thing. That's why I thought we were going to only get that at the Bandai Namco thing. L-
3: Ludwig, yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Oh, Ludwig Oh,
4: Ludwig. Yeah, they cursed.
2: Ludwig, yeah.
3: Brandish.
2: Force the man. With the Moon Sword, dude. the, the, the Moon Sword. Yes.
4: That looks just like uh, uh, Ludwig's boss fight. But...
0: Wait, no. Oh my date. god! Oh my a god.
3: release date.
4: Holy shit! Cross-gen.
2: It actually happened. Oh, man. Elden Ring is coming, as you saw, January 21st, 2022,
4: to next-gen, current-gen. It's so incredible, and I want to thank so much Miyazaki-san and the team at From for sharing that in-game look at Elden
3: Ring.